motherfuckers, man. I don't know why they like watching to be hating on niggas, man. Like on a really like you make like on a I can't be mad though, cause like the weed the weed laws is not only it's not even only legal, they hella lax about like even the shit they say you're not supposed to do. <laughs> Tell me the fuck they like that. Driving, smoking, that whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't crash. You'll be all right. Oh shit. I remember when I first moved here, motherfuckers was like, "Yo, you can't." Um, yeah, it's legal, but you can't. Nah, 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 you can't do this. You can't do that. And I'm like, okay. Excuse me. Not even well, a year later, all the shit that they said I couldn't do, motherfuckers doing it on a regular basis, and I'm like, okay. So in other words, we can do whatever we want with this shit. It don't matter as long as we're not like blatantly, flagrantly violating their space. I suppose. Right. <laughs> Fuck them niggas, man. Anyway, let me stop bullshit. Let's get to, let's get down to business. Oh man, I need to take my jacket off. It's hot. Fuck this. Oh man, you know, yesterday was a a, a sign though. Summer is officially over in Washington. <laughs> Summer is officially fucking over. Hey, yeah. Anyway, y'all know what it is, man. Thank y'all for being here with us, unruly individuals. Welcome to Panther Politics Podcast. My name is Seven the Panther, aka the Carolina Hurricane, with ridiculous slang, aka your baby mama's favorite rapper, aka a whole lot of things you should probably keep to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Unless your hands is like that, but I doubt it. And of course, you already know I got I got the, the 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 massively massively talented and and they brought so much light to this podcast and not just because you can see my black ass in this dark room but you the mad assassin what up bro Good morning I can't call him, man or you know, I like treating you bro what's going on uh, in sunny California I sure. pretty uneventful weekend I could dig it I could dig it I wish I could say the same but. You know how that go. <laughs> you know how that go. Shit. Mojo Barnes, what's up with it? How's it going? It's chilling, man. What you about yourself? How's your, how your weekend been? I mean, I know I just saw you yesterday, but still. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my weekend just got started, so. Had to work no yesterday, as usual. Hell yeah. So, I mean, um, just a quick recap, because we did, uh, like I said, I did see you last night. We had a... Uh, Shadows in the Dark uh, showcase was last night. Um, for those unfamiliar, unfamiliar, Shadows in the Dark is a monthly hip-hop showcase. Well, not just hip-hop, independent music showcase, I guess I should say. Um, right here in Washington, happens in Seattle presently. Um, maybe finding a new home soon, but yeah, right now it's in Seattle. But yeah, last night there was the um, overweight and underpaid kind of celebration i don't want to call it a release show because this album came out on the 11th so like 12 days later you ain't really having a release party so it was more like a celebration of the album salute to double xl overweight and underpaid is really really good album um really solid album i think he I think he hit his mark you know what i'm saying i think i, I think what he was gunning for he did it so uh double xl oh yeah double xl is uh one of the artists from takeover music collective mojo actually did uh, seven out of the nine joints on the album. Uh, Ray Rob Beast did the other two. So, yeah, it was a it was a takeover affair. Even though he didn't have none of us rapping on it, still mad about that. But hey, it is what it is, man. His album, he can do what he wants. I'm not tripping. Not too happy. <laughs> but yeah. Well, let's get this out the way. 
this is uh the liquid brunch edition of Panther Politics. Absolutely, absolutely. Matter of fact, I'm glad you said something because I meant to um pull my yeah man, stick to the script, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, I meant to I meant to get it out earlier, but I'll be pol- I'll be polishing off the Jamaican rum today. You know what I'm saying? I said oh, I wasn't man. gonna do it, but you didn't see what he just put in the screen, did you? <laughs> Cheers. No, no, no. What he put in the screen? Mojo put in the screen. What What the hell is that? What is that? A little bit of orange juice. No, no, no. So on the bottle. <laughs> I was about to make a joke, but I was like, nah, maybe not, because because E and J. E's initial. <laughs> but 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 let's but still right. show the bottle. Let's, 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 let's move on. Let's move on. I'm not drinking this shit straight. I got I got some more juices to keep it festive, you know. Ah uh, damn! I was just about to say Prodigy would be proud until you said you're mixing it. Yeah, no uh, doubt. So, I mean, it's just for this because I I drank it straight yesterday. Look like you drank a lot of it yesterday. No, this is over the course of a week. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's like, man, you a champ, boy. <laughs> he said over the course of a week, you still a champ. God damn. Yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> I usually get what is this? I usually get the uh the one point five liter. My measurements are pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I usually get the larger bottle. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Me, you know, longer than a week, man. Yeah, we okay. So, just so y'all know, y'all, if y'all was around for episode 100, you already seen the bottles. We, we were all living states where weed is legal, so you know what's about to go down. It's about to get real interesting today. <laughs> it's about to get real interesting today. Oh man, I want to start with some bullshit, man. I just want to have some fun. I don't know where to start. I guess, <laughs> oh, I guess I should go ahead and recap the show, okay? So uh, last night at Harissa in Seattle, we had the uh, Shadows in the Dark Volume 4, Party for Double XL from Takeover Music Collective. If album Overweight and Underpaid is out now, produced by Mojo Barnes and Ready Ron Beats. I said all that already, but I'm just recapping. But anyway, so last night, we had the show. And um, uh, the show was DJ uh, DJ Dangerous was on the wheels. He always holds it down, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's hosted by some weird bald guy. I don't know. He was kind of cool, though. I guess it was you. <laughs> yeah, it was me. So, um, yeah, so it was it was a pretty dope show. We opened up the show with a, with the song that we did at the end of Soul the Interrogators album, Last Rights. We actually were just trying to get some footage for the video, so um, it's kind of a cheat code to, to be the promoter of the show. But hey, let's just perform it first, <laughs> and then we can get all the footage we need. But um, after that, the, the the Lunas came up, and man, that that that's a family of talented individuals. Like you know, what I'm saying like the brothers both rap. Um, one of the brothers' sons, he raps. He's 11 years old. He's incredible, man. You've probably seen Season and Nico on, on IG or something um, doing anything. But the, the, all of them were there. They brought their man in. He came to, He just moved up here from Utah. Dope, man. They, they love bars, um, great flow, high stage energy, immaculate performance every time. Like, they, they don't miss. Um, then we had Suavelito. I will say this. I am a proud... Uh, practitioner of the Red Rub movement. Salute to Marcel P. Black. Um, I, I firmly believe real MCs don't rap over their vocals, and I'm, I'm not going to back off that. Last night, we had a situation where Brother didn't have access to his show tracks. Um, his equipment and everything got stolen um, right after he finished doing his album. So he had everything he needed to put the album out, but he didn't have a chance to go back in and make his 
show tracks and clean versions and all that other shit. So, um, and this, and I told him that's a lesson and do all that shit when you mix the record. So you don't have to go back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it might seem like more work in the moment, but you'll thank yourself later. Um, but he did, he did his thing. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a different sound than what everything else was. Everything else was kind of, you know, boom bapish for the most part, but, uh, his style is a lot more, more, uh, current, should I say, a lot of auto-tune and, and a lot of that stuff. And he had to perform over his vocals because of that, but that's double XL man. So like, that was the only person that he asked for to be on the show. So I was like, look, man, I'm not going to short you on your show. Uh, I talked to bro. He told me what the situation was. I was like, all right, man, look, we'll let it fly tonight. Let's go. Um, but then the man at the hour came up, double XL. And Dove is a is a different kind of character, man. Like uh Dove is very unaffected by everything that 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 normally would affect people. Like in the midst of a show, if the sound go bad, um, you know, most of us be like, you know, <laughs> hey, yo, sound man, get the shit together, <laughs> whatever the case. You know what I'm saying? Dove would just fuck it. He'd be like, yo, just turn the music off. <laughs> I'm gonna rap a cappella or some shit. Like he Yeah, he don't give a fuck about nothing. He's he's perpetually on vacation. So um <laughs> I think he's a really, I think he's a really talented writer. Um, he's growing as a performer. Last night was the first time I seen him rock without a lot of assistance from us, and I was very happy with what I saw. So, yeah, it was a dope outing. Um, salute to everybody that came out. Um, salute to Gabe <laughs> for making sure motherfuckers paid. <laughs> for sure. Yo, that nigga, yo, Hodge was like, yo, son, you picked the right motherfucker to be your manager. He ain't letting a single motherfucker creep in here without paying. <laughs> I said, nah, not what? Yo, this find the wild shit though. Them three chicks came in, right? They came in and we told them it was 10 and told them what was going on. And so they turned around and went back out. So they figured we was caught up in the show a little bit later. They came creeping back in and slid off the one of the tables on the side and sat over there. Some walked up and said, hey, yo, did them, did them three girls pay you? I said, them same three that was here before? He was like, yeah. I said, nah. He said, okay. He goes, walks off. Now, five minutes later, my phone going off with cash app notifications. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, bud. <laughs> thanks. So, yeah, it was cool, though, man. It was cool. Um, hoping hoping that we can at some point when I when I grow it a little bigger, um, get you get either mad assassin up here for shadows in the dark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be worth it when you come up here. So, yeah. Mostly. I will say I feel like Dub should probably not. I think it I think it's a little tacky in general to complain. And this is this is coming from somebody who's, you know, been performing for a while. Yeah, I think I think it's a little tacky to complain about the size of your audience. I think it I think it probably mm, would make somebody who, you know, maybe necessarily didn't have to be there be like, well, is what I'm doing not enough? Is my presence here not enough for you? I, feel you. I think I think in that moment he was trying to make a joke off of blowing up because he was doing the song blowing up and he was like, Man, look at that, it's 10 motherfuckers in here. And I'm talking about blowing yeah. up. And I and I know he was trying to make a joke, but yeah, it's kind of it was almost kind of a slap in the face of the people that was in the I, I think I think Suavolito did that shit too. And I'm not I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that you can't feel how you feel when you know you deserve more because I feel that way all the time. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, there's 10 people here. When you wanted there to be a hundred, just rock with those ten people. Like do your, do your shit because I'm like it. It I feel like it deteriorates from um, the the show itself when you're 
complaining and, and having this energy of like, you know, I wish there were more people instead of being like, damn, you know, I'm about to put on a good ass fucking show. But this is, this is also coming from somebody who has done that and gone through that, just learning and, and, and watching and stuff like that. It's like being on, being in, uh, a part of the audience. I'm like, well, it doesn't really feel good when somebody's like, there's only 20 of you people here. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, bro. Like I did what I could to be here. Fuck y'all niggas. I know all 10 of y'all came and paid and shit, but fuck y'all anyway. Yeah, I, I feel know, it. I don't know if you know who um if then is. He's a part of um Filthy Fingers United. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah. like back in like 2016, 17, I used to complain about that shit a lot. Like people don't come to the shows, they say they're going to. And he was like, you know, I feel you on that, but people have lives. Like people have jobs, people have things that they want to do or uh need to do. And he basically broke it down to I'm sure they would be here if they could. And so it's like, well, fine. All right. You know, I'll take a, I'll take a, a step back and just be like, if it were me on the other end and I had some shit going on, I would want some grace, you know? So. Just the thing for me, when it comes to that, it's one thing when, <clears throat> pardon me, it's one thing when it's a, a rando. It's one thing when it's a rando. Mm -hmm. When people that I know tell me, Hey, I'm pulling up, bro. I'm coming to fuck with you. The very least I would expect is within 24 hours, if you don't make it, like, tell me why. Especially sure. if you're my people. Like, that's yeah, a different situation, you know what I'm saying? Um, because it's been times when I said I was going to do something and then I wasn't able to do it. But, but, hey, bro, look, A, B, or C came up. And even if I can't tell you what it is, like, hey, something came up. I ain't going to be able to make it tonight, but keep me on deck for the next one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I try to make the next one, to, you know, to make up for missing that one. But, like... Yeah, I think it's I think it's uh it's something that a lot of artists, especially independent artists, do early on. Um, I don't think it's something that carries on with you over time because over over time I've stopped giving a fuck about it. But like yeah. you know, it, like he said, it's his first solo album. He just jumping out the bag and he kind of had this feeling like he feels like uh I remember when he first put this put the album together and listened to it, and he was like, yo, oh wait, nothing to pay album of the year. Remember he said that? So yeah. he feels some type of way about the album already, and you should feel that way about your album, but um mm -hmm. I think because of how he feels about it and the positive feedback that he's gotten from people, um, the expectation was different. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. I get it. But you also have to be realistic. Like when I was asking, uh, it's just like when I was asking how much I charge, how much I plan on charging people for features. And it's some of the numbers I was hearing. I was like, bro, I need you to be realistic. Nobody knows who the fuck you are. Why would they pay you that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's the whole thing right there. Like having a realistic expectation of what you want to see coming in the door. Like, um, at this point, I have no expectation when it comes to a show. My expect my only expectation is that I'm going to go there and do the best job I can do. Whatever comes after that comes after that. It is what it is. Um, you know, so yeah, that's just my take on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. Oh man. So where we where we starting there? I don't. I I didn't want to start there, but I mean, I figured I'd get it out the way since we was talking about the weekend anyway. Um, <laughs> now I want you. To, I do want you to tell me something though, Mojo. While I'm while I'm zoning over here while i'm getting my my brain right over here tell me more about this uh this gentleman that you that you want to talk that you want us to talk to um, oh oh t the human so yeah. um pretty much he's a he's a producer i don't remember where he's from because i i met him through instagram like there was no introduction it wasn't like oh this is my man and you know he makes beats and stuff like that I found him on my for you page on Instagram. I was like, okay, he's using machine. I need to find more people who use machines so that way I can learn and, and whatever. Cause I also use machine. 
And there are way more people using Fruity Loops on YouTube than there are people using machines. So I'm always gravitating towards people who, you know, are using native instruments, products and, and whatnot. But yeah, he's a he's a, a producer, a very well, uh, very well seasoned hip hop producer. He's the kind of guy who's like, you know, the drums are very important. And so when people say things like that to me, it's like, oh, then you must have some, you know, some skill, in my opinion. But um, yeah, he's been doing this for, for a little while. I've come up with some, you know, questions and stuff like that. He's very down to, you know, be a part of the podcast and whatnot. Um, he's got some music out and stuff like that. Like, obviously, I don't know, like, a ton about this dude, but um he has a few projects out on Bandcamp. T the Human. Bandcamp.com. If anybody wants to go check him out, um, at T, I think it's at T underscore the Human on Instagram. But yeah, his his stuff is very uh, soulful. You know, he, his chops are very good. But um, like I said, I, I hit him up and he said he was down to you know be interviewed and stuff like that. So hopefully, if not next week, the week after. Um, we can try to get him on and, and um, he can just share some, some wisdom with us when it comes to the things that he's experienced. But, no doubt. Yeah. I'm fucking with that. Absolutely. Hell yeah. On some Northwest shit real quick. Uh, big salute to Wing. She's out on tour right now. Uh, shorty from uh, Portland. She out on tour right now doing it big. At least from, from what I'm seeing, it's going crazy. So yeah, Northwest doing some shit right now. This hip hop shit. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. What's it? I just realized we don't have like a super crazy list this week. And that's yeah, cool. Yeah. That's no, cool. That's cool. That's cool though, because I got a feeling some of these conversations might get a little crazy just from the uh difference in our mental state. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'm, curious, I, I'm curious to to hop into the merch sale blues topic because I want to know more about what that is supposed to mean. And I specifically wanted us to have this conversation on here because E is a um he is one of probably one of the best I've seen as far as like just designing his merch, getting it out there, being being you know purposeful with it as far as going to shows and 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 knowing hey I'll take this as my guarantee because I'm about to go here and make these people buy my shit like, you know what I'm saying so I mean if you want to I I guess I should probably um say why I said called it merch or said Marcel Blues I guess I, I'll say that because we have um. Okay, say boom, you go to this spot, you kill the show, you know you killed it, you know, and everybody's like, yo, da da, yo, you dope, man, hey, man, that was amazing, blah blah blah, yeah, yeah, I got my merch over here at the table, blah blah blah. You know, the night goes on. You know, a couple of people that said you was that that you were so amazing slid by and bought a couple of things, but the overwhelming majority of people just kind of like, hey, yeah, you were, you were really dope, you know what I'm saying? Um, and there there are artists who who may not be able to. Uh, justified to the venue giving them a guarantee and they're only going to be able to make their money off of their merch sales. and then it turns into that so i mean there are certain things about merch that i think people don't understand and that's the reason why it ends up being merch sale blues like i can speak for myself i don't sell a ton of stuff you know what i'm saying and it's only because i feel like i don't have what i need in order to do so so i mean e if you don't mind um touching on some of your philosophy whatever as far as how merch go how you set your game up how you all that if you can give give us some game brother please <laughs> i got questions really about what you're saying so like okay when you say merch sell blues like what's the blues part 
uh, the expectation of the merch sales not like much like I was saying about the show. You go into the show and your expectation is my album is this dope. A hundred people should be here, and there's ten, and now you're feeling some type of way about it. You went to the show, you killed it, and now you know that your in your opinion your merch is solid, and and you're doing a good job of getting it out to people, but it's not moving. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I've seen a lot of artists get down on themselves because their merch isn't moving because they take that as an indictment on their talent. Um, I wasn't dope enough to make them want to come buy this. You know what I'm saying? So I felt that. I was just I, I, yeah, exactly. Me too. So I mean, I, I'm I'm assuming. I mean, not assuming. I'm thinking like just from the standpoint of you're probably one of you and a couple other people I know probably sell more merch than than most other people I'm around. So that's why I'm kind of asking for some insight from okay. you as to how you how you go about it. The background. I just needed to know that. No doubt. So all right. So just to touch on what you were saying at first with that first artist, like I was real quiet the whole time because my thing is this: a mother, a motherfucker got to understand his draw. So all that, uh, it's only ten people in here, nigga. That's your draw. You know what I'm saying? So that means you have more work to do. You have more work to do to be able to to bring people into the venue. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I. Yeah, I, and I hear what you're saying about like if you're in the crowd and you're like, well, what about me? And I'm here. I don't think about that. My whole thing is like, okay, there's space in this building and I didn't do what it took to fill that space up. Mm. That's what that issue is. Now, so far as merch, um, you got you to gotta understand, again, you got to understand your audience now. You know what I'm saying? You got to know your draw. You got to know where you are what type of items to sell. You can't just sell anything anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, if, if you're doing an underground show in Orlando in the middle of summer, it might be hard to sell a hoodie. You know, it might be Need easier to sell a hand towel or, or a t-shirt or a wife beater or a trucker hat. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I think too. Sometimes people might be. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, like it's, it's still kind of like a broad question. Like, it's it's too much to touch on. Like, you got you got to know your audience. You got to know who you're selling to. You got to know what you have. Um, it's it's all a tie-in. You know, like is the is the merchant selling tied into the music you're doing, or is it just artist based? Um, wow. How did you set up the 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 whole plan? You know, like like how much did you pay per shirt? Like, it, it, I, I I don't know, man. Like this this kind of a tough question because because like I wasn't there for the background, so like like giving me the context. I wish I had a, a guess a more focused question to answer because it's two Doctor Strangers for it. Okay, I think I, I could I, may, I could maybe can narrow it down for you just a little bit. Okay, as opposed to um merch a uh, merch sale blues necessarily. If you can, I mean, you already kind of started going down that path, but give us some insight into like do you do you okay? So you know you have a good idea of where you're going. Who who you should who you should be drawing into that building or who other people should be drawing and what they may be interested in buying. Right. Um, do you have that in stock or do you need to get it before you go? Right. Um, and then on top of that, you asked if the music if the if the merch is based around the music that you're doing or if it's artist based. Now that right there in and of itself is a question that a lot of people I know don't ask themselves. Uh, um, so yeah, if you can continue going out, like, do you have a specific way you set the table up? Do you have a a, a way that you go about presenting it to the fan? Like, just give just give us some insight okay, into how you right. do it because so, yeah. So, so for me, I got typically, um, if it's a small show, I just take CDs and vinyl. Um, if it's a bigger show, I take the CDs, the vinyl, and my and my hoodies. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, actually, I don't have any T-shirts. I'm still pushing hoodies for my last two projects, um, which is okay because I'm doing a lot of California shows and 
not that it's hoodie weather year round, but like six, seven months out of the year, motherfuckers can wear hoodies. You know what I'm saying? Be it all day or just at night. But motherfuckers is wearing hoodies, you know what I'm saying? So um yeah, it's definitely a way I set it up, you know, is but uh, just to try to make it appease into whoever's coming by, you know. But um what I tend to do is depending on the songs I chose for my set, which CDs or vinyls I feature prominently on the tape. You know what I'm saying? But um typically the you know, like the shows that I'm doing, they're in line with my latest release. So my latest release is up front. You know what right. I mean? So so like so like if you're viewing my table, like let's say I'm behind the table and you're walking up viewing it, like you know what I'm saying, whatever the newest project is, those CDs are dead in the front. Those that's the first ones you gotta walk over. You know what I'm saying? Like if you reach over to pick something up, you gotta reach your hand over that shit first. You know, and then the older projects are behind those, and then like the bigger physically, the physically bigger projects, so like vinyl behind that. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? Um vinyl. sweatshirts to the left. Or to the right, or you know, depending on how much table space you got. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a big table, do you fill it up? Do you take the time to fill it up on your own? Do you fill it? Do you help? Do you have another artist help fill it up so that the whole table looks big? Do you talk to the art? Now, here's a here's a big thing for me. Um, what I try to do is find out what everybody else is charging. No doubt. And not really try to beat them, but like, I'm of the of the of the thought process. If we all charge the same amount, then everything's fair game. Thanks. You know what I'm saying. So now, of course, like if I'm if I'm in on a visited in a visited venue, like you know what I'm saying, like I'm coming to your city. Your prices are kind of what I go by. Now, of course, I still have my bottom line for what I need to do, but I can't go below my number. But you know, like typically, I sell CDs for twenty dollars. But if I'm in your city and you sell them for 15, I'll sell them out for 15. Fair game, no doubt. Because you know I'm, I'm still I'm still getting a return on it that I'm comfortable with. Right. You know. Um. Now we now we talking hoodies and shit like that. That could go up and down depending on the quality of the shirt. You know, say so what it took to make it, the cost yep. to print it. You know, what I'm saying like if you got a bullshit sweatshirt that I know as soon as a motherfucker wear it once and they wash it, it's gonna get peeled up and naughty. I'm not. I'm not lowering my price to match yours because I got oh, a better yeah, quality nah. garment. That part, you know, um, like you know, you I think I got it. Try it on, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going, it's going to be right. So, have you noticed at any point that certain types of crowds buy certain things more than others? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, that okay. goes into where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Like so. So like right now, vinyl is popular in a lot of places. So just depending on where you go, you might want to take more vinyl than CDs because you'll sell the vinyls. Right. You know, so um, not to keep harping on it, but like when I was in Switzerland early this year, in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm going to a cold weather environment. I'm going to take a suitcase full of hoodies. Logically, that makes sense, right? Right. They ain't even talk about that shit. <laughs> it was just like, yo, you got more vinyls? I'm like, what? Oh, interesting. I didn't take enough vinyl. Hmm. You know what I'm okay. So, yeah, like, you know, like like okay. that kind of thing, like that, that definitely helps. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> what you so, also gotta consider is this too. And this <laughs> is the thing. 
are you on a bill with a bigger artist who sells more merch than you? Mm. So, so if if they're a bigger artist, the chances are they do, that they do sell more merch than you. But what's going to happen is the majority of the people that are, you know, they're there to see him. They're there to, to buy their merch, not yours. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a budget thing. Like, you know, so like I bought a hundred dollars. I planned on getting these two shirts from this nigga, a vinyl and a CD. That's it. Then they see you on stage before them. Now they got a choice to make. It's like, oh shit. I want to get some of your shit too. You know? So like, you know, you, you know, you, you, you pick it up along the way sometimes like that, but that goes back to your show being compelling enough to make them want to take a souvenir home. I feel that. Hell yeah. Oh man, that's wild. Mojo D, pardon me. I know we, I know, um, you know, we, we travel together for the most part. Um, what is the what's been the in your opinion the biggest like thing you ran into with with merch sales like um has it been the um, the lack of familiarity with yourself that has been an issue with as far as merch sales? Oh wait wait wait, wait, wait. Like, I'm sorry I'm sorry oh, I'm, I'm sorry some, something just hit me too I'm oh, sorry no, no. <laughs> traveling okay traveling will dictate what merch you're selling too like and, and I mean so far as like what you're able to take with you yes because you, know you got you got to consider bag fees or airplanes, mm-hmm. bag fees, or depending on how long you're going to be on a certain run in a certain area, are you going to try to try to take all the shit with you or are you going to send it ahead and, and, and link up with it when it get there? Possibly lose it because oh. you're doing that. We don't want that. You know, that's the risk. Um, that's a risk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so like for instance, so like this, this next weekend, I'm going to San Diego. I got a show I did with big twins and, um, all I'm taking is a backpack with CDs and vinyl. That's it. I'm not taking any hoodies. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not necessarily hoodie season in San Diego. You know what I'm saying? It's still warm down there. Not that they wouldn't buy it, but again, it's a one-night trip for me. So, and I'm taking the train. So, I just don't want to have a bunch of bags. No doubt. You know, and they're taking, having enough hoodies for everybody to have a possible size. You know, you need a suitcase for that. So, for me, I think you take the suitcases on the on the on the tour run, not necessarily the one offs, unless it's close enough for you to drive. That part, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, real. Hey, I'm glad you said that too because that's one thing I I, I know. Um, it's been a couple of times. Like when we went to Florida, uh, Mojo and Soul both had extra bags with their with their merch in it, and, I, and my whole thought the entire time was, I know how much adding this bag on is going to cost. Mm-hmm. I hope you sell enough to cover it. It's cool. Like, I mean, if, <laughs> and if, even if you don't, it was worth it to have it with you. You know what I'm saying? I guess, you know what I'm saying? It's your first time going. You're like, we don't really know what the yeah. crowd's going to be like. You don't know what the people down there are going to want. Um, you know what I'm saying? It was their first time in Florida. And I, I couldn't really tell them because it's been a minute since I've been to Florida. And the last time I performed there, I didn't sell no merch. So I, I was, I just went down there, did the show and left. So I didn't know what to tell them. So I, they just brought, brought everything. But now I think. I was gonna say now I think moving forward I think they will probably move a little differently if we went back around the same time of the year because now they've kind of seen okay this didn't move because da 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 but this might do better you know what I'm saying? Yeah. something else to consider too is is the show a free entry show or a paid entry show I think that one that we did in Florida was a paid entry yeah it was paid yeah right you know because again you got two things to consider if it's free entry 
motherfuckers is coming in basically with just enough money to drink nine times out of ten. They're not even thinking about mm. the fact that they might be merch to buy. No doubt. So, um, that was paid entry. You know what I'm saying? Like they may they may understand like okay, it might be some shit here for me to buy. All you got to do is convince me to do it. Mm. Um, Come on, E. Uh, I don't have enough pen or I don't have enough space on my paper to write down these notes. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, yeah, Mojo. <coughs> my bad. Go ahead. Ooh. No, he makes some like really fucking valid points every single time. Kills me. But no, he's he's, <laughs> he's absolutely right. Especially when when it comes to the Florida situation. You know, if if people got to pay to get in, they don't know what the fuck we are. It's like. Nobody's trying to buy a, a $10, 15 $20 t-shirt. So unless you just knock them dead. Right. You know? Depending on the audience, that that most likely will not happen just because of their bias towards the people that they came to see, in my opinion, from what I've seen. Yeah. I mean, we we I think we smoked that shit, honestly. In I Florida, so but like but still the response was still kind of like, yo, y'all dope. Like the other artists was coming up, like, yo, y'all are dope. But people that weren't performing, like the biggest hey, thing for hey, me is hey, not hey. like like artists. Other artists ain't gonna buy your shit. Like what? Well, I mean, right. some of them will. We're all in the some same fucking boat drowning yeah. together. Yeah, some of them will, or they'll try to barter with you and be like, "Yo, shit, your shirt twenty, my shirt twenty. Let's trade off." And like sometimes it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, on I, who I the person is. That. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Building a relationship, you really ain't taking no loss. You would have you would have spent twenty or you would have made twenty, but either way, it was gonna be twenty going both ways. So like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. There ain't no loss. But like, I think the thing I was thinking was. At the end of at the end of the day, it's kind of like um. I'm sorry. Be careful. Go ahead, no, go ahead. He's got to get the. He's got to get this off. Be careful. With the if you're traveling somewhere, oh trains. You know what I'm saying. Think about this. Like, yes, you you definitely you definitely you know it's an honorable thing to be able to trade with a, with an artist you respect. Trade. You know what yeah. I'm saying. But at the same time, now you have a free of you exchange something that you could have sold. That you could right. make money off of, right? Once you have his piece, you can't sell his piece. But I would only make that trade if I was planning on buying it in the first place. That's the only time I would actually make that trade. But right, right, right. Well, how often do you plan on buying it? Seeing as you're performing, zero. I'm, I'm unlike most other artists. If I see another artist with merch that I think is dope, I'll buy it. Just, right. just, just because I think it's dope. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not saying you won't do that. But, but all I'm saying is like you travel, you traveling to go sell your stuff. Like, how often do you plan to have it in your budget to buy other people's stuff? Not that you won't reach in your pocket to do it. Yeah. No, I generally, it's, it's not yeah, in, like, the, I'm it's not in the budget. I've spent money to travel. You know, like the whole point of bringing the merch was to make my money back. You know. Right. I try to at least account for the possibility of buying maybe two t-shirts at the most. Right. I can I account for that because I'm like, especially if I'm going somewhere with I with some the rock with somebody I know I fuck with. Like say if I'm coming to LA to do a show with you, I'm gonna make sure I got something because so I can cop a shirt. You know what I'm saying? Even though I could probably be like, yo, E, let me hit you on the back end. And you be like, pose. And then you be like, yeah. <laughs> but nah, I'd rather just buy it from you right there while I'm right there, you know what I'm saying, to show that support. So maybe a motherfucker seeing me walk up to the table and buy the shirt might inspire them to hop their ass over there and do it. No, you know no, what I'm saying? Big facts, big facts. But, but I'm just saying, like, but like if you, like, again, like you traveling to Florida or the fucking Maine or the Wyoming or wherever, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you know, it's, again, like I said, it's honorable to be able to do that, but you got to think about your budget and your bottom line, too. You know, like, Say for instance, you don't have a nine to five to fall back on. This is what you do. Mm -hmm. 
Like Elder Sensei, from my understanding, don't got no job. This nigga goes everywhere with two huge bags and suit, two huge suitcases full of shit. shit. You know what I'm saying? So trading amongst people you respect is one thing, especially if you know what's going to happen. But if you get there and you end up liking five five motherfuckers, like, are you going to trade off five different pieces? No, I mean, even even if I like five people, like, it's never in the plan to trade with every single one of them. That, right. Somebody got to be substantial. Like, those five people definitely are going to be communicated through on social media. You know, we'll make the bridge and stuff like that. But no, they got to be, somebody's got to be number one, and then they'll get my money. Or the trade. Right, you know, you got, that's all, all I was saying. You just gotta be careful with that, you know what I'm saying? Because you'll fuck around and go broke doing that shit. Yeah, that's real shit. That's real shit. And I, I know we, um, when we was the nobodies, um, we was doing the nobodies thing. We had a uh, our manager had a bad habit of wanting to give people shirts. We was in new areas, and we what? was like, "Hey man, hey man, I'm, I understand what you're doing, but you, it's got to be a limit to it. Like, because at a point, we got to make some of the money back we spend on these shirts." You know what I'm saying? It would be a good idea is if you just account for what you can stand to lose and then go ahead and give away that shit. But it can't be a consistent thing with every show because at some point you're going to run low on what that option is and then you got to try to figure out how you're going to make that shit back. Yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, like, you're brand new there. You want to you want to leave your stamp. You know what I'm saying? So if if, about stickers, give out fucking business cards. Not a t-shirt, not a sweatshirt, not no, a... No, that's fine. That, no, yeah. that's, that's cool, too. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, yeah. even still, like, you know, business cards just get thrown in the pocket. Yeah. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? They get thrown away. <laughs> I, I would suggest that any artist that's, that's wasting their money consistently ordering business cards, um, just get a dot card, yo. It'll save you a lot of time and a lot of, a lot of drama. Um, Again, you got to know your audience. I just, I mean, yeah. and I mean, I actually got both, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, if, if if it's somebody, I put it this way: if you're at, if you're at a, um, I think there's a certain point or a certain level where a die card becomes more necessary, um, especially when you get beyond the level of say, even you know where we are right right now. When it goes up a, up a step, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when it starts to move a little faster, and you. You know what I'm saying? Um, right now we have the time. So, you know, it's kind of like, boom, boom, hey, take the card, take the card. Yeah. And hop right back into it. I'm fucking dead. Look, I just watched the Boogaloo Shrimp fucking documentary. I ain't know what the fuck you doing that. She was like. Like, yeah. You for like a hot second, bro. Yeah. I'm like, the fuck? You be having all those issues. You go mute. <laughs> that shit was so funny. Uh, that's like that's, that's like crazy. Seven, you freeze at like the perfect moments every single time because you had that moment just now, and then there was one you were like, "This yeah. is green." <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid, man. Oh my god, yo. Oh shit, that's crazy. Nah, I. I feel you though, man. Hey, yo, E, thank you so much though. Yeah, because you you really did impart some shit that even I haven't really given a lot of thought to, and I I'll, I'll personally admit that I've I've gone a large part of my career without at at large stretches of my career not having merch to sell. 
And it was simply because I just wasn't in a position to buy it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, y'all niggas lucky I'm here. Like, I, I almost didn't get here. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have gas money. I ain't have money to catch a bus. Like, I had to figure it out, and I got here. Um, so, I mean, I think like I think that. all artists go through that. Yeah, I think all artists like go through that. that. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I guess for me, like, I've been somebody who's been not merch-heavy my entire career. You know, because, again, like you said, sometimes you don't have a brand to invest in it. You know what I mean? I've, I've run through those situations. But... Since I first started, I've always tried to have something. If, if it wasn't, you know, like, of course, we started in the CD era. So, of course, right. you know, I took 1,000 yeah, orders, 2,000 CDs at a time orders. You know, 2,000 at a time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, then I was like, oh, shit, I got to get shirts. I started getting shirts. Oh, I got to get hoodies. I got to get hoodies. You know what I'm saying? So, like, now, so, okay, so, again, know your audience. A lot of motherfuckers ask me now, you don't got no hats? You don't got no hats. You don't got no hats. And I'm like, shit, like I want to, but knowing what it takes to put the hat together. Like, again, my name is a long name. It's a lot of letters. If you go to a lot of these websites, they only go up to eight or 10 letters. Yep. And it, it, it depending on what you're doing. Like, so if I want my hat embroidered, they only do eight to 10 letters. My name is way longer than that. So I can't put my logo on nothing unless I take my name off. I was about to say, don't so don't you have a version of your logo with just the E on it? With the uh no, no, no okay, no, okay, and no, and, and I wouldn't want to do that only because again, like I, I I treat each piece of merch, each album release as you know, I'm I'm picking up new people. You don't know who I am. So I have to brand myself with everything. I feel that. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I feel now that. of course if you fuck with me, then that's something else. You know what I mean? But I don't I don't rely on that. You know what I'm saying? I, I look at every interaction as a brand new one. Okay. I could dig that. Yeah. And that's not a bad idea. Cause like realistically, if you're thinking about grabbing new people, that definitely make it definitely makes sense to approach it that yeah. way. Cause yeah. like the people, ah! that's there, the people that's been there will tell you that they, they've been there. You know what I'm saying? They'll tell you they've been there. You just said some shit I hadn't thought about before. Like, Oh, wow. I mean, I, you think about it, but I don't think I don't think I've thought about it in that context. In, in, in the terms of saying, with each project, I'm looking to grab new people, so I have to, uh, in some way, shape, form, or fashion, like it's almost like starting fresh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with yeah, each project, sure. even because you got the people who are going to come back because they was there from previous, but now you got a whole other group of people that that you potentially reaching out to. So, yeah. yeah. But and I always I, I look at it that way, but I normally look at it as okay, if the music's dope, it's going to get them. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'll push to a different direction this time or, or push to different areas that I haven't promoted to. But I never actually took it, at, took it as a fresh start every time. I always just looked at it as a continuation of a loop. You know what I'm saying? But I It's both. It's both. Yeah. It, is a, it is a continuation. But like I said, my attitude about it, okay, so so my attitude is more, more along, I feel that my attitude is more along the lines of being welcoming to the new person. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so, and I mean, like, I'm not gonna act like you should have been known or whatever, whatever. Like, you know, my each each thing has my name on it somewhere. Damn, you all right? You, you look like you've been drinking the fucking Harpo's. <laughs> Are you drinking that Jamaican rum again? Yeah, he, man. He, he been down there drinking at the juke joint. That's what he looked like. <laughs> Like shit, you, right? You told Harpo to beat me. You told Harpo to beat me. But um, yeah, like I, I look at each each time is, is 
uh, uh, upgrade and a reload of the branding. Okay. You know that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because again, like, unless you got millions of fucking followers, you still got people you trying to pick up. Mm, no doubt. Hell yeah. See, I wish I had had that mentality ten years ago. I feel like I feel like maybe, um, and it's wild when when I think about it now because in in a way I'm looking at it in hindsight and saying okay, boom. But I already know I could just tell from what you're saying had I had that mentality ten years ago, I would be in a different place right now because it would have completely changed the dynamic of how I moved in regards to each of those projects. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, wow. All right, damn the shit you learn, man. <laughs> The shit you figure out, you don't fucking know. Oh man, can that's we crazy. For a second, and then yeah, back. because I want to know, like, how low do you guys smoke your blunts until it's like doesn't make sense anymore? Yeah, I, like until until it, when it gets to the point where if I do this, I feel the fire on my fingers and my mouth, then it's time to let it go. But until then, I just keep smoking. You fucking cretins. Cretins. Damn it. <laughs> and listen, so, 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 so I used to be obviously I used to be that same guy that's why I'm laughing at that shit because once I nah, you, you, ever, <laughs> you ever inhale the roach I have seen that happen I've done it before it happened, but it hasn't happened to you I've never smoked anything that short I don't I, I, I oh mean, okay well alright no, yeah. no, 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 you're that, smarter just, than the rest of us so nah man you know what I'm saying I mean you know I uh, fingers, man. My body ain't built to do that. I put it that way. <laughs> like these, these things are huge, man. Like that shit don't work. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm I mine are too. I'm, I'm, you know. Ew. Oh yeah, I, I, I can't even consider that. I can't even consider that. You know what I'm saying? But like, right, nah. So, man, I'm, like, I'm gonna show I you some wild shit. I used to blow myself shotguns off shit like that. I put it right in between my teeth, blow it, and kept blow it in my hand and hell it up. What? what? You should do what? Yeah. Doing too much. You can do too much. Nah, look, I I, so like I'll be smoking, I'll be smoking, I'll be smoking the blunt, right? And when it get down to like here, I'll be like, okay. And I flip it, I put it right on my mouth. I I put my hand like this and blow myself a gun and hail it through my nose. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. I still do that shit sometimes. That's kind of cool. Doing too much. (laughs) Doing too much. Exactly doing too much. Way too much. It's like evil can evil type things. Like once I got you know, like I took an eight year hiatus from smoke. So like when I came oh. back, yeah, when I came back, it was uh I was like I ain't smoking blunts no more and it was just joints and I was like, Oh, the filter. You don't waste anything with the filter. True. You know what I'm saying? So you don't you're killing yourself to Sometimes that shit funny. Sometimes that shit funny, yeah. It's like a little puzzle, you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this should be fun. I'm like, give, oh, give shit, yeah, no. How how is the how did I grab this? Fucking <laughs> doing shit like this. And... Hey, you got more weed in your pocket. The fuck is wrong with you? You got more weed in your pocket. Very true. Yeah, sure. Very true. I mean, yeah. Come on, E. Blunts are fun though. <laughs> I can have a whole half an ounce in my pocket. And still be like, yeah. <laughs> fuck Bro, stupid. So stupid. I, that little shit that I had smoked was from last night, right? Fucking Hodge comes oh, through and he rolls this like cigar. 
And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I know, I know, I finished smoking this. it with him. Yeah, you don't need to roll that much weed, in my opinion. You don't, you don't need to roll that much weed because I'm like, you're gonna buy a whole quarter every single time you need to roll a backwood. You know, I, I ain't never understood the concept of it. I've never understood the concept of that. I don't, I've never, I can honestly tell you, I used to roll super fat hog, hog leg blunts like that. And then I roll like regular sensible size blunts and the high be the same. Exactly. So I'm like, you, you wasting weed doing all that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't yeah. understand. Now you're just a volume smoker. You're just smoking for the, for the sport of it. That part. It's yeah. A, not a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, some people just like doing this all day. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's why I have the vape that I lost. Here it is. Yeah. When I was a child, I did that, but when I became a man, <laughs> I put away childish things. <laughs> that volume smoking shit is for the birds. I, I I'm not with it. It doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. This is my thing with that. Cause I used to be I used to be a, a, a very heavy volume smoker, like to the to the tune of I don't even want to say how much weed a day I was smoking, but like it was entirely too much for one human being to be intaking in their body. And um, <clears throat> I think the thing for me was I got tired of being high all day. You know what I'm saying? I got tired of being high all day long. And then, like, my energy level, you know, fluctuating so much because me coming off of being high, I'm getting tired. Or me being really high, I'm now I'm tired and I don't feel like doing shit, but I got shit to do. But all day I'm just split the cigar dump the guts roll up all day long i'm doing that shit then i realized you know what i'm in this wild you know when i realized i couldn't do this shit no more when i went to jail i went to jail after you know a month two months I'm, I'm my mind is clear i ain't high i ain't got no weed in my system none of that and i started realizing how off point i've been i started going back and tracing through things in my head and i'm like yo if i wasn't high i would have never did that like you know what i'm saying like like if i wasn't high all day long by the time i got to this point i would have been ready to get at it instead of being that way you know what i'm saying and then that would have been done already but hey man that volume smoke is fucking crazy to me dog i'm hey, like it's not that... hearing, hearing you say that going to jail is what what helped you kind of figure that shit out it just kind of hit me you kind of look like that nigga in the X movie that that, that fucking grabbed Malcolm Hand and said, "Let that shit burn." <laughs> oh my god! This nigga the called glasses. me Brother Baines. Kind of. Kind of. Call me Brother Baines. Let oh my it burn, god, nigga! Let it oh, burn, god. nigga! <laughs> now he didn't say nigga, but you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you ashamed of being black? <laughs> it was very similar. Yo, that's you put that poison into your body. You know what's Stuff crazy? Like I, I definitely yeah. gave myself. I was giving myself the third degree about whether I was gonna wear glasses on the pod today or not. I was like, man, I'm not doing that shit. He didn't have no glasses on in that scene. No, he, nah, he, he didn't. He, nah. he wore glasses when he when he read. Yeah, right, right. Man, nah, just, talking about jail. I was like, jail. Like, wait a minute. You gotta look like a nigga was in the shower. <laughs> wow. That's where they were at. It was in the shower. Yeah, oh, because yeah, he, he yeah, protected yeah, Denzel yeah. from getting, you know, uh, uh, his, his, you know, rape. <laughs> you can say it. It's okay, though. Huh? I came to that conclusion. <laughs> okay, okay, you came okay. to that conclusion. Yeah. Uh, and you obviously never read the book. You obviously never read the book. I got you. Okay. No, I did. I did read the book. You know, I'm I'm a visual learner, so Denzel seems to pop up more into my brain than <laughs> the actual book did. Because trust me, I read the book. My mom was like, "You have to read this." I said, "All right," but <laughs> he said, "I said all right." 
How old were you when you read it? Oh, I was in high school. I was like not interested in reading the book, but I was definitely interested in Malcolm X. <clears throat> so I watched the movie. So for you, like watching a, a movie or like a documentary or something would do you better than reading the book, actually. Yeah, yeah, no. I, and, the, and then I try not to I try not to be like, oh, shit, that happened because I know some <laughs> of it is not going to be 100 percent accurate. Whereas in comparison, something in writing may be a little bit more truthful, depending on, you know, where the source is, I guess. But yeah, so like, I, I prefer a documentary, you know. Right. I read that book Bro. when I was 14. It changed my life. What'd you say? Facts. I read it when I was 14. It changed my life. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean... I, it, I, I read it because I wanted to. I got you. Yeah, I, I didn't read this because I wanted yeah, that's to. Definitely, that that definitely makes the reception different. That definitely makes right. the reception different if you yeah. read it because you want to. Yeah, like, that's different. You know, I, that's why I was, I, was, I was coming into a little bit of knowledge itself, and I say a little bit only to pay respect to the guys who knowledge the 120 because I did not do that. There's a big no. misconception about me that I, I did not do that. I know what I know. You know what's crazy? I feel like I'm well versed on a lot of things. I'm glad you just said that because um, Marcel Black just asked me the other day. We was we was texting the other day. He was like, "Hey man, I just gotta ask. Are you a five percenter?" I was like, "Nah, I used to be." You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, and I say that, and a lot of people take that weird when I say it, but I think that I, I like a lot of times I end up having to explain my evolution to people and say, "Well, I, I was a five percenter because when I was young." It made sense, you know what I'm saying? It made perfect sense to me when they when they came to me and started kicking knowledge to me. So when I when I dove in and I dove in head first, studying the 120 and and all of that, you know what I'm saying, and 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 learning all of that and being able to regurgitate it back to people and and going out here in the you know neighborhood trying to teach people younger than me. Now mind you, I was 16 at the time. So like for me to say teaching people younger than me, I'm talking to 14, 15 year olds. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? But um but from there i kind of graduated i say graduated simply because of certain aspects of the of the overall dynamic i graduated to the nation of islam and i was in the nation for about six months until i realized this isn't this isn't where i need to be you know what i'm That's saying um, eat bean pie. i love bean pie i'll eat that shit right now <laughs> nah never that i love that shit you know? <laughs> i love that shit but now nah, it's just um Final call the thing my brother, about final it, call my brother bean pie, bean pie, bean pie. Final call my brother, final call my brother bean pie. That's it. Oh, man. So there's a dude in, over over where I used to live in the South End area. Um, I think it's MLK. Before they started um, work on the Starbucks, have you know the area I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. Okay, okay yeah, I know you. Yeah, no doubt. So you know how that there's like that corner where they used to have the Starbucks. Back in like the early 2000s, late 90s, there was a, uh, a gentleman walking around selling bean pies. My mom would point him out every single time. Like selling the beans. That's pie. fire. Yo, that's <laughs> fire. Yo, so 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 let me let me give you a little bit of little little bit of uh interesting history. Um what's the name? Damn, it's a song Red Man has. Uh-uh. Hydro. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Well, it's a line he says I jumped off the stage, kicked up a Y. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? No, you don't. Jumped off the stand. I know he don't know. <laughs> well, but you know what I'm talking about, seven. Yes, it's it's it's, it's one of his. Oh my god! Performance records. But I, I can't remember the name of it. But he has a line where he says, "I jumped up. <laughs> I jumped up the stage, kicked FOI. I saw that. I was there. When he actually did that shit. Yeah, that would that would be it. seven. I don't know if you know my man KC, but he'll tell you that shit. We it was it happened at A and T. 
We was at a concert. It was a, it was a spring concert, and, and Redman jumped off the stage and came to the crowd. Cause the, okay, because the year before Red and Meth came and and it was in the gym, and the way our gym was made, uh, the upper the upper level bleachers like it's a platform around the around the, the court like maybe 15, 20 mm. feet up. So like you got you know like the uh, iron iron bars keeping people from falling over type of shit. So they would put if they had concerts, everybody's on the floor, and one side of the building is the stage. You know what I'm saying? So they they don't really have direct access to the peak like that. Just just by nature, like not people putting up barriers on purpose. It's just how the building is built. It was the fucking uh. I don't even want to say the year, but but it was Onyx, it was Onyx, Red Man, Method Man, Raekwon hosted, mm. and it was so hot in that gym. Red and Meth started. Remember when Gatorade used to make the big shits, like not not, oh, yeah. not just, I mean the big fat shit. Yeah. These yeah. niggas was throwing them shits into the crowd. We know it's hot out there. <laughs> we we gotta we gotta knock your block off in celebration. Like, like, mother, like, <laughs> like motherfuckers was getting knocked out. I hit respectfully. I don't remember who you are. Um, I apologize, but I definitely elbowed a chick in the back of her head. Oh shit! You know, just I apologize. I'm, I feel bad to this day because I clocked your ass. I apologize, but yeah. you shouldn't have been in front of me. But but because of that, like I said, like you know, the, you know, like they couldn't get to the to the people. So so when Redman came back the next year, he said, "Fuck this shit," and climbed over the shit and came down. But his bleachers on the bottom level just pushed up against the wall, so he got down, but he couldn't get back up. So he had to actually rock climb his way up, you know, <laughs> put his fingers in between the bleachers and climb up. But the FOI is in front of the shit, keeping people from climbing up. So as Red is climbing up, he kicks brother Eddie Muhammad in the head. Knocked his glasses sideways, the whole shit. And we was just in it, me and my man was just in it, just laughing, like, oh, he kicked the fuck out of brother Eddie. Cause again, like, like, you know, the, you know, like, you know, FOI, you don't fuck with the FOI. Like, and, and he's not uh -huh. fucking with him. It's just, you know, FOI is like, you know, stern brothers, they'll beat your ass in the in the right in the right situation. Please believe. Like me. they train for it. Like one of my closest homies right now was like, one of the security guys who gets flown around for Farrakhan's events. Wow. You know what I'm saying? TC Muhammad. Love you, boy. No doubt. But no doubt. Brother Eddie was like ahead of him in rank, I think, or something like that, if I'm saying it right. But yeah, he was standing right there. And Man, I pay money to see that shit. Like, and the wildest part about it to me would be watching that happen, and then he still got to keep his straight face and just fix his glasses and get back. His glasses was just broken; like, he couldn't put them back on. Oh shit! They broke them. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like that's why we was laughing because we never seen Eddie without his glasses on. Like, oh shit! He kicked Eddie's glasses off, uh -uh. and he went back up there and kept rocking like he didn't realize he did. But me, I was able to sneak backstage after the show. You know what I'm saying? So like I kind of saw it was like, oh shit, my bad. I didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit was funny as fuck. Kick the fuck out of. That's crazy, man. Yo, that I man, I've seen some. Like I think sometimes when I think about some of the shit I've seen at shows, I'm real glad I wasn't caught up in it. 
but like I got, I'm glad I got to witness it with my own two eyes. Because otherwise, if somebody had told it to me, there's no way I would have believed them. So like, <laughs> like, I would have been like, "There's no, you making that shit." Question, Come on, man. <laughs> question, question, and, and I don't want to keep it on this too long because I know what it's gonna get aired at. Motherfuckers will try to hear you out for that. Um, when uh, when you decided to go towards the nation, or, or, or sorry, not even the nation, but towards Islam. Cause I don't know your journey, so pardon me for misspeaking. Oh no way. Um, were you somewhere like near where the nation was, and did they have a Shabazz restaurant? Yeah, I was in New York. So yeah, yeah, when it first started. Um, like, um, did you eat there? Oh man, yeah, yeah. I ate it. I ate it one. It was amazing, right? <laughs> man, and then the even the one. Of... The nation of Islam got some of the best fried fish sandwiches on the planet. Easy, and I don't even like fish like that. So if I was eating that shit, yo, dang, fire. The one, even the one in Winston, man, brother Lorenzo had it cracking over there, yo. I was like, yo, man, yo, yeah, that was it was cool. Like I, I mean, like I said, I went from five percent to the nation. Uh, I evolved the, the Orthodox Islam, and then at the point, I just kind of outgrew religion altogether. It was just kind of like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's something bigger than me. Cool, but ain't none of this. I don't feel like none of this is getting me closer to it. So like, I feel like this is trying to put me in a box that they think is going to take me there. Like, put me in a box you think you can put a label on and ship me to it. But it don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my mind, it don't work that way. So, I mean, enough respect to anybody that do practice any particular religion. If you feel like that bring you peace in your life and make you treat other people better, then do that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want nothing to do with it. Just just to remind you. <laughs> I don't want shit to do with it. So don't invite me to your church. Don't invite me to you. I'm not coming. Um, I ain't coming. <laughs> no diss to y'all, but I ain't coming. And I... Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't even really like talking about um, religion with a lot of people for the most part, only because people take their religion so seriously that they'll take it as a personal attack if you disagree with what they believe in. You know what I'm saying? Or if you have any questions about what it is they say they believe in, they take it as a personal attack. And I really ain't got time for that shit, so I try to stay away from it. But I do want to, I do want to ask y'all something that about something that kind of revolve around something I said a little earlier. Um, People always ask you, if you could go back, knowing everything you know now, would you do it? And what would you do differently? Um, that's a very broad question because there's a lot of things that occur in the course of your life that when you look back at it, you're like, I could have did that different. I could have did that different. Um, I try to make it a more pointed question. And when I say more pointed question, I try to think of one particular instance in my life. If I went back and changed that one thing, knowing what I know now, how would that change my life? Not everything, just this one decision that I made. If I made that differently, how different would my life be? You know what I'm saying? And um, I don't like to harp on it because you can't do that. There's no way to change it. But it's always it's a it's a good thought for me to have some time when I'm high because <laughs> I'll just drift off and be like, hmm, maybe it was maybe when I was 12 years old and I threw that rocket that dude hit him in the head, or maybe it was. Hmm, maybe if I could go back and not go to that school. and then, But, you know, it's always something that and I always go to a different point every time I think about it. And that's how I know that it's a, it's a crazy question to ask, but also an important one because it kind of makes me examine my, my decision-making process throughout the course of my life and then compare it to how I make decisions now and how much of that recklessness I think I see from then do I still have in my decision-making process now. So I don't know. I mean, probably a crazy-ass question, but do y'all ever think about that? Sometimes. All the time. <laughs> I kind of knew both of y'all answers before y'all said it. 
Okay. I mean, what's the, what is the, I mean, I, I wouldn't ask for a specific point in your life, but I mean, what is the, I, I'm trying to think of the right way to frame the question. Um, how different do you, okay, I'll put it this way. Have you been able to pinpoint a particular point that you feel like if you made that decision differently, it would have changed everything? So I, 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 I adhere to the thought that you see in movies where when you go back and change the past, everything's going to change. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? So I believe it's going to change. How it's going to change, I don't know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like I know it's going to change. It's going to be different. You know what I'm saying? Like, But it's, it's probably like three or four instances that I think of a lot. When I, that I think of in, in this kind of thought process where I'm like, yeah, if I'd have, I would have did that different. I definitely would have did that different. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're asking for those instances. Uh, some of them I don't want to bring up. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to go that far because it could, it, that, that could turn into, that could turn into a whole different kind of conversation. One of the biggest ones um, influences how I move today, so far as musically and networking. Um, just to get a back backstory, so the um. Is it is it back is it backstage that chronicled the Hard Knock Life tour? Yeah, mm-hmm. just backstage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, I don't know if you know, like the Hard Knock Life tour started in Charlotte. The first tour, the first show started. In I was Charlotte. there. I was there. Well, I ain't see you, nigga. Nah, nah. But, <laughs> nah, but I, I was there too. I was there too. Um, a friend of mine. Okay, so if, if you. Either both of you, well, seven, you're aware of who he is. Mojo, you might not be. My man Jay Lotus. He uh he has this thing called Dominion Cyphers. Look into that. It's on IG is Dominion Cyphers, you know what I'm saying? And he's a dope producer with a with a crew called Quake Mob. He they did my first they did my first beer hands project. Okay. But Jay, matter of fact, the nigga live in Seattle now. Couldn't think about it. So so Jay's homeboy, um, Abe. Abe used to work for Polygram Records back in the day. Polygram is who used to um, distribute Def Jam music. Um, mm. So, so with the so with the show, and Polygram eventually got absorbed by Universal, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. But um, the first show being there, uh, Abe hits 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 me up and my other man Shahid, and I'm um, like, "Yo, I'm gonna get y'all backstage to this tour." Like, All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, like we talk about those days, I was a a pretty uh. Uh, pretty uh, so <laughs> you know, so uh, you know. Um, long story short, I'm 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 somewhere I I belong, but I have things on my person that I should not have. That if I get caught with, I could get a big trouble. Um, but I ended up being in uh. Cause it was at the Hornet Stadium, where, where the show was at. So underneath it, they got this like private bar, club, or whatever, like you know, for the for the owners and shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's where the um that's where the press room was after the show. So I'm actually in the press room with Jay Z and Dame and and Ja and all of these cats. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't say a word to nobody. <laughs> Why? Again, I reiterate, I had things on me that oh. uh, so so um 
that was one thing because everywhere I'm going, I'm setting off the fucking metal detectors. You understand what I'm saying? But because of who I'm with, nobody's tripping. That's one. But then number two, those was the days like people were like, yo, don't walk up to me rapping. Give me your music instead. I didn't have no music. Mm. So I didn't say a word. But if I if if I wish I had said fuck that and just did whatever, just to say I did it at least. You know what I'm saying? I wish I took that opportunity. So that that part right there is what what influenced me to never, ever, ever keep my mouth quiet around any motherfucker. I don't give a fuck who it is, even if it's just saying what's up. I'm gonna tell you something you know funny. Because I realized like just even with my stature, my height, and how I move around, you're gonna remember seeing me. Or if you don't, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, whatever. You know what I mean? But that's what I think. That's how I feel. Because I'm gonna remember meeting. Thanks. Every time. Funny story about that exact same night, and you saying it was the era of niggas saying don't run up on me rapping, and you you didn't have money to give them. Later on in that cycle of that evening, my the only reason I was there that night is because the guy who was my manager at the time was friends with DMX's road manager. So that whole situation that I told you about previously about me supposing to fuck with Rough Riders was born out of that night because I ran up on them niggas rapping, <laughs> and they was like, "Oh shit, all right," <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. Get the info, like let's let's make this shit happen. But you know, my dumb ass ended up getting locked up and shit. So that's a whole nother situation. But yeah, and I, I'm the fun. The funniest shit of all, man, is that that whole the whole thing about how you get your music to a motherfucker that you run into is crazy. Like, cause some motherfuckers are telling you, "Don't give it to me. I'm not gonna listen to it." You know what I'm saying? Or some motherfuckers are telling you, "Don't run up on me rapping." But the funniest shit of all be the nigga that tell you, "Don't run up on me rapping," or be the one that you run up on rapping, and he'd be like, "Oh fuck, I." Yo, give me your info. Let's talk. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But like most niggas don't want to hear that shit. Most right. niggas literally would not give and, you the time of day. And that room was full of niggas who always said, don't run up with me doing that. That part. Yeah, so I wasn't exactly. gonna be that guy. Like I'm I'm already in there out of place. Just with the you. shit I got on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, again, like, who is that nigga in the corner? I don't know who he with. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody asking. Me. Again, I don't know. He just keeps setting up that metal detector. That's a story, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's, it's you know. Yeah. I mean, shit. It is what it is, man. You, you got to make it do what it do. But, but what I won't say is how I know it would have changed my life. I don't know. Right. Right. I because the thing... And you know what? And you know how we don't know? Because you did it the way you did it. I did it the way I did it. And we still both right here together. So, we you don't. Like nobody James. knows. You niggas are still here with me. You sound like Cam. <laughs> Bonds, what's up, man? This nigga be this nigga be fading to black. <laughs> I, I think I think his daughter Near. came in. There's there's just some things going on around me. Yeah, oh, I can do it. I can do it. His daughter came in. Uh oh. What's up? Shit, man. That's what's up, man. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I. Sometimes I'd be, I'd be worried about that thing and I'd be thinking about it and I'd be like, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd do that differently, but at the end of the day, if I did, like there's some things that, even in a bad situation, there's some things that arise out of that that I, I would, that I'm not mad about, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, hmm, I'm kind of glad that happened. And I don't know if those things still, you know, evolve out of that situation if I don't make the bad decision, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. You never know how that shit might go, man. Like, that's a 50-50 that's a, that's a gamble. Well, see, so even to that same point, I heard Styles P say it one time. Um, he was like, it was times where I should have ran when I stayed and fought, and vice versa. Yep. Also, 
it's times where I ran where I should have stayed and fought. Like, you know, I got I got those thoughts too. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. You know, all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? I got I definitely have thoughts where I should have broke his jaw. You know what I'm saying? I got thoughts where I shouldn't have put my hands on that man like I did. You know, so I got all of that. So again, it's like I don't I don't uh I don't know how I would have changed, you know. But I definitely got some things I like I, I would have did that different. I can only I can honestly say there's only probably two punches I ever thrown in my life I want to take back. But other than that, I definitely have some. I definitely have some. Yeah, I, don't, I only got the two, and it's only and it's only and both of those are uh, both of those are because the information that caused me to throw the punch was faulty, and I didn't know it in the time at the time. You know what I'm saying? But see, so, okay, so so with that being said, like one one of my situations is like that. Ah, uh, I feel and, it. And, and that instance taught me because of who who it involved. Um, it taught me, man, make sure you got all the information. Yes. Make sure you got it right. Make sure you got it right. You got you know to. So, 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 even, so even like from, from that point up until now, I haven't been in a physical altercation with nobody. And I hope I don't. You know what I'm saying? Because at the same time, like what I realized too is a lot of them shits ain't necessary. A lot of them shits ain't necessary at all. They not. You know? I can dig it. We be moving on some, on some bullshit sometimes. And I'm only over here smiling at, like like and I, I am and I because have been in situations where it could have went left. And cause somebody said, Hold on, man, you sure? And that was all it took to like, okay, we need to think about this. And then realize like, damn, we would have been dead wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, real shit. Real yeah. shit. When that saying a cooler head's prevailing is not just a it's not just a figure of speech. That's some real shit. Um it's been times I probably could have ended up, you know, not here to do this shit. You know what I mean? Just because I'm I mean, I got a temper. Everybody know me know that. I got a temper and I I will wild the fuck out sometimes. But um like it's, it's happening less frequently the older I got. You know what I'm saying? Like you learn. Just like, you know, we we saw we spoken on it plenty of times. You learn and you realize every every situation don't require the same response. Um I had to learn how to, like, okay, me not, this, I'm going to tell you how stupid I was. I'm a rapper. I'm an entertainer. I'll be on I be on stages and videos and all this other shit, and then I'll I be somewhere and people be looking, and I'll be getting upset because they're staring in my direction, like, the fuck are you looking at, B? And it took somebody to tell me, hey, I think they recognize you, for me to be like, the fuck? What? Why? Why would they recognize me? And the nigga was like, "Hey, don't you rap, motherfucker?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh yeah, I do." <laughs> and sure, fuck enough, man. Like the dude came, ended up coming over a few minutes later. Like, pardon me, like, are you seven the Panther? Yo, da 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 da, blah 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 blah. Yo, I fuck with your shit. I saw you over at such and such a spot like three weeks ago. And da, da, da. I was like, oh yeah, word, what's up, man? Yo, nice to meet you. Da da da, blah blah. But like, I was like, yo, in the back of my mind. It was like Sherlock Holmes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, punch to the right jaw, then elbow to the nose. and the, Like, I'm seeing it in my head, because I'm like, if this nigga don't stop staring at me, son, I'm about to go set it off. Like, what is your problem? Because where I come from, staring at a nigga like that means you want to do something. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I don't know why. I don't know you, so I don't know why you want to do nothing to me. Like, so I'm getting ready to nip this in the bud before it gets started. But that type of thinking has hampered me throughout the entirety of my life, and I know it. 
it's been plenty of times I jumped out the window and just swung on a nigga for no reason because I felt like something was about to happen because of the yeah. vibe he was giving me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so, so let me throw something at you real quick with that, though. Because somebody had to put it to me this way. Once I once he said, I was like, God damn, you got a point. Dude was staring at you, right? How did you know that? I felt it. So, so I looked up. That? I felt that I looked up and I was like, what the fuck? Like, so I didn't stare back at him. I just like, but I kept feeling it. So I kept, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but you kept, I didn't say you staring back, but you kept looking, all right? Yeah. Imagine you don't look no more. But I'ma still feel that shit though. You feeling it, but you playing in your own head. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like again, like you said, like you don't know him, right? You at a show, you do rap, you are in a public forum daily. You know what I'm saying? True, right? So you so you kinda gotta think about that shit like again, quoting styles P. If a nigga don't put his hands on you or spit on you. What are we really doing? Yeah, I had you know, to grow to that point. I had to grow to that right, point. Right, right, right. That, that's what I'm saying. Like we, we had, we had to grow to that. You know what I mean? It's just like, like I said, like somebody said it to me when I was younger. It's like, but, but you looking back at him? I'm like, I'm looking at him because he's looking at me. He's like, how you know that he don't feel the same way? I'm like, damn, because he was looking at me first. Shit, you know <laughs> that's that, how bro. I know. <laughs> but what I'm saying, but do you know that? Like, how, like, how, like, do you know that? Because you never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you never know. Like, again. You looking across the room, you might be looking at something that's right above this nigga. And he think you looking at him. Now he's staring at you the rest of the night. Now the instance I was just talking about, he was totally staring first. Now that but but it has been situations exactly like what you just said. Like I done already scanned the room or whatever. And because of the way I look around the room, a person might assume that I'm staring at them. Because and, I'm and trying you, to see everything. You know what I'm saying? You know, human nature just sometimes you just end up locking eyes with people that you don't even intend to. No doubt. You know no what I'm saying? So I've got like, a habit now. If I do that, I'll be like, and just keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm right, 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 right. And because again, like even but even back in those days, not the ten a motherfucker didn't want no problems. It just what happened, like the eyes was, and it's like, oh shit. And then keep looking at me. Oh, you're looking at him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now it's Yeah, no doubt. That's like, real shit. Yeah, that makes sense. I was about to. That's real shit. Oh I man, some real stupid. I didn't even think about that shit. You been to Baby Shamu before? You never heard of it. Okay, I just I thought maybe you might. Uh, so Baby Shamu was a club in Winston back in the in the in the in the early. I don't, I'm not gonna say when, but yeah, it was in back early. in the day. It was back in the day. Okay, I, 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 no, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I may have. Yeah, it was like theory. right. Maybe. <laughs> And, and considering there's a reason why I even asked you if you knew because I just I have a feeling you might have been there before. But yeah, um so we was at Baby Shamu one. As a matter of fact, Mob D was there that night. Um and we was in the show, everything was going well. And I, I seen some of the wildest shit I ever seen. A fight breaks out in the club. Now, mind you, when I say club, I'm using this term simply because it is a building that people go into where they play music and people dance. This is not a big place. And there's one way in. And one way out. First of all, I've been taught since I was a kid not to go in places like that. <laughs> but I did it anyway because I'm I'm 18, 19, and I'm fucking stupid. So <laughs> I'm just saying. So like, so I go in there and the show's going on, everything's going fine, and a fight breaks out. Now the fight breaks out. Mob Deep is standing right in the middle of the dance floor because that's where they were performing at. 
Mm-hmm. The fight breaks out. They just kind of standing there looking. They're not moving nothing. And I mean, mind you, I understand why they're doing what they're doing because when you start moving around in a situation like that, you're putting yourself in the, in the line of fire. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing the same thing over near the corner of the bar, just standing there watching because I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen and I'm not about to get caught by no bullshit. This motherfucker grabs a knife. He had a, he has a blade that's probably about a six, seven inch blade. And he turns around and he's looking dead at Havoc. And I'm thinking to myself, oh shit, Havoc about to get poked. Pause. And he was like, Oh, I thought you were somebody else. <laughs> and he turns around and starts going in a different direction and shit. But now, mind you, at that moment, while that's going on, it's this nigga across the room that all night long, I've been feeling wild, crazy vibes from this nigga. So I'm like, yo, if the lane open and this nigga coming my way, I'm about to put him to sleep. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in there and everything's going crazy. The nigga's making his way across the room. When he gets to the other side of the room, I realize I can't see him from where I'm at clearly. This is one of the niggas I play football with. He come over there and he's like, bro, you good? Let's get out of here. And I was like, yo, I've been scheming on beating your ass for the last hour and a half, nigga. And <laughs> he's my fucking teammate. Like, and he on your side. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That shit was crazy, yo. Like I said, man, you know, you gotta, gotta learn the hard way. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, my temper always been my fucking enemy, dog. Like, my whole, my sensei told me, um, he said, he said, you learn, you learn the techniques and that's beautiful. You study the techniques deeply and that's beautiful. You have a definite connection with your own body and how you use it to defend yourself. But you know what's going to beat you? It's not going to be your opponent. It's going to be your anger that's going to beat you. You know why? Because you can control it to a point, but as soon as you pass that point, you no longer have control of anything. You can't control, you don't control how you swing. You don't control how you kick. You don't control how you block. And you don't control your level of aggression. You will fucking kill somebody. And I was like, <laughs> I thought that was the point, man. And he was like, no, that's not the point. <laughs> that is not the point. What are you doing? <laughs> how long was you in that class before you learned that? Um, Honestly, it was my, it was my second sensei that taught me the most about that. My first sensei was trying to teach me how to use it. But, but my second sensei, as I advanced beyond what the first one could teach me, he, he kind of was like, nah, I'm not going to try to teach you how to use that. I'm going to try to teach you how to not get there. If I could teach you how to not get that angry, it's easier to control yourself. I'm not going to try right. to teach you how to control that. That's it's impossible right. to control that. And I was like, oh, no doubt. So And, and mind you, it, it took some time even for me to internalize that. Even as an, I'm talking about within the last 10 years, I've still had instances where I didn't necessarily control it. You know what I'm saying? So it's still a struggle for me because my temper is just really bad. And I and I'm 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 conscious enough of that not to put myself in situations where I feel like I'm gonna get triggered. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't know, man. I, I be worried about that shit sometimes because I know me and I know a lot of times I'd be uh, you know in, in possession of things that, that could do, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta be mindful of that. So not overreact. I'm trying. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I could just go in the studio with the homies and turn my cam on and be like, I got goons like Nicki Minaj and shit. I ain't got to shoot, nigga. I got goons. I got goons. You see what I'm saying? Yo. Get into it. Because I, I got to <laughs> get into it. Oh, man. Yo, man. This Nicki and Cardi thing, like, on the real, I wish they would just go somewhere and battle and get it over with. Like, I, but, I, but it ain't even really about rapping. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, and everybody that says, I wish they would just battle and get it over. It ain't about, it ain't got shit to do with rapping, yo. It ain't got nothing to do with that. Because if it did, Nikki already won that. She writes her own verses and she dope. She already won that. <laughs> that part was easy. It ain't got nothing to do with that. And something that I hadn't noticed until somebody pointed it out to me. He said, 
you ain't noticed that Nikki do this with a lot of people. Like when new people come out that that start getting shine, like serious shine. She does, she's done this before, and I'm like, yeah, but it ain't been like this. Nikki and Cardi have a ongoing. <laughs> this thing has been years going on at this point, and if I'm not mistaken, the reason why um, things happened in fashion that they happened recently is because there was something that occurred where she's, she's okay. So at this point, it's not just Cardi. It's Cardi and Offset that she got an issue with. <sighs> I don't understand. <laughs> I, I mean, I really don't get it. I don't get it. Um, let's put some context to this. They went through this whole thing. Nicki Minaj's husband has been accused of some rather unsavory things. Um, some mention has been made of that by various people. Uh, not as a matter of fact, you know what? Let me find this. Hold on. I got to show it because I read this last night and I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Kenneth Petty placed on house arrest. Ah, there we go. Okay. After threatening offset in video, this is getting it's getting real petty now. So, I just want to say, <laughs> this is pettiness prime. I swear to God, it is. But um, man, go ahead. I I gotta find a section that I was reading, but I'm 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 gonna read it to you as soon as I find it. Hold up. Uh, well, big shout out to Ian J. Our promos. We ain't do no toast, man. I hate y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. My bad, son. No kind of I gotta, I gotta, I gotta drink this shit. Well, you're doing it straight, so. No doubt. Toast. Liquid Cheers, brunch. my brothers. No doubt. Every last, every last Sunday of the month, liquid brunch. Yeah. Every last brunch Sunday. We own it. We on our, Cheers. We on our grown man uh, thought shit. <laughs> 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 you know, no doubt. Man. No doubt. Uh, All right, so check it. So, I love brunch, um, too. I, I wasn't here. I'd probably I'm, be at a brunch somewhere. I'm kind of on. The, I'm kind of on. The, I'm kind of on the fence with that. Listen, but, man. Let me, let me, what, let me what? tell you. See, look, 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 man. I feel it's my duty to always walk you into these kind of doors. No doubt. There's nothing better than day drinking. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, some day pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you throw that in there too. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, no doubt. But I mean, but day drinking. It's nothing better than it, especially if you keep it at a very moderate level. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you it's a beautiful thing. You know, that's why I choose this, because that shit he's drinking will put me down. I feel that. I, I Absolutely. have no shame in my limitations at this age. I don't give a fuck. I just ain't gonna tell you how old I am. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, I gotta um like this. This, this Jamaican rum is um this Jamaican rum like it's kind of it's kind of hard body and like the only reason why I could do it in this setting and, and be cool is because I know um oh, I don't gotta do she is cute. I don't gotta do mad shit you know what I'm saying oh look at this look at this oh you gonna say hi Nora no because I got headphones on say hi oh shit hi. <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up damn I ain't seen her in a minute hey that's what's up hell yeah man. Yeah, I would. Uh, my daughter's. Yeah, I, I, we're not gonna get into that right now. Never mind. But yeah, <laughs> she's crazy, absolutely insane. But yeah, I um, I, I, okay. So apparently, Kenneth Petty, who is Nicki Minaj's husband, said in a video, "Big Zoo, Big Zoo. <laughs> said, offset where you at? Uh, plan that vacation. You're going to be planning your funeral. Uh, now he is now on house arrest." Uh, because of making that statement. So, 
<laughs> I saw the video. I don't remember him saying offset name. Not saying he did. I, I, don't, I don't remember him saying offset name. Not Zoo. Not that he wouldn't, but I just don't remember him saying his name. Okay, it says his, uh, he said, Petty says in one clip, according to video obtained by the ex account, Mr. Pop Official. I don't know. I, I'm, so, I I'm simply it reading. I mean, I could be dead wrong, but like, I just, I'm just saying, I don't remember him saying his name. I feel it. Yeah. And then after all of that, it's, you know, Nikki, Nikki, how old is Nikki now? Nikki's like 40. <laughs> like, yeah. But you know, it's, fuck, like, it's speculation that she was on a substance. So who the fuck knows? You talking about that video? Oh. You the video where she was on the sneakers and she uh, wilding for the camera or whatever? It's, it's yeah. On who the fuck knows? Um, uh, my thing is this. So, so what I was saying, let's get into it. Um, I'm not an apologist for nobody who did some fuck shit, but I am, right. I am somebody who 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 wants to just always make sure the facts are stated when we're dealing with something. Um, it's a lot. Zoo getting a lot of backlash for doing this dumb shit. Rightfully so. It was stupid, nigga. You on probation? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you on probation? You, you wild. Gotta be smart about it. But the only thing I do want to say is this. The sexual assault that he is dealing with legally was not him fucking a little girl. They they gotta stop that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? They gotta stop that. It, it was it was a, it was a 18 year old and a 16 year old type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Two high school kids. Mm. Two high school kids, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's all I'm gonna say on that. Like so again, like the law is a law and it is what it is. You really can't do shit about it. But again, man, it's like what the fuck, man? Like eighteen and sixteen, that's what motherfuckers do in high school. Pretty fucking much, pretty you know much. So, but um, you know, once they put that shit out there a certain way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's over. It's over. So like, so like, he got to deal with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. And again, like, go back to what we said before. Like, sometimes you take the plea because you know what you're looking at. You just can't beat it. Like it don't matter if if you did or didn't do some shit, or morally is right or wrong. Like you gotta, man. I, I take it. And yeah. I live with this shit the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Now the problem is, you know, you just don't foresee the kind of growth that's going to take for you to goddamn live with that bullshit. You just accept it. Man. So so in other words, you can't be on camera with your homies who are known felons. And letting them say shit on camera, and then yeah, 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 we are sad. Where you at? You know, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoo, yeah. Zoo, Zoo, you, 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 you fucked up with that one, bro. Like, you know, stay off the camera, man. I think that. The, the, and, the, and, and, and when did motherfuckers? Uh, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, the biggest problem in this, this whole, I mean, yeah, that's a that's an issue. That's a massive issue. Like, because realistically speaking. Okay, something that I saw said that um I can't remember who quoted it, who who the quote was from, so so pardon me, but the he said Nicki Minaj is the the like the poster child of my man will beat your ass behavior. Uh such and such is going on with Quentin Miller. She told me uh Meek and his boys beat his ass and they did it. And then such and such happened. It's been a couple of different occasions in her career where something went sideways and some guy who she was associated with 
was the person who stepped in the line of fire or whatever the case. And he said, it just seems like anything that go wrong, it's a nigga somewhere close by that'll take a bullet for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. even if it ain't like on some thug shit, like somebody who would just step into the situation uh, and be involved in it, whether or not they were the part of the genesis of the problem or not. And I was like, okay, okay, I see that. And he said, and now she's in the studio with all these guys, you know what I'm saying? Talking about, you know, it's different when you call the shots and you got to, you know, it's different when you got to make a call than when you call the shots. And he was like, she just kept saying it. She just keeps saying it. She just keeps saying it. She just keeps spinning the camera around, showing all these guys in the studio. And he was like, um, academic even said, I think she's in some strange, uh, some strange uh, competition with Cardi because Cardi's associated with the Bloods and she's married to some guy who's a high ranking blood. So now she feel like that put them on the same plane. And, but realistically, it's still different. And he was like, she, <laughs> he said, <laughs> Academic is stupid, yo. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know that. Like, see, like, see, they bringing up shit that I don't even fucking know about. Don't even really care. Oh, so I didn't know Zoo was that part. Yeah, I didn't either until I read that. So, like, um, uh, yeah, that. And then he was like, uh, Nikki, you know, you, first of all, you out here lying about your age. You closer to forty five than forty. And this whole thug persona that you're trying to put on right now is stupid. Uh, this whole gangster bully persona—that's what he calls a gangster bully persona. But I think. Academics were saying that. Yeah, that's what I said. But I mean, fuck academics. But like, still, yeah. Um, well, I, but it was said. I'm not saying fuck nobody. I don't have. A I did. Yeah, I did. No, 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 I y'all said y'all fuck know, academics. Yeah. I ain't saying <laughs> whatever. I'm just saying I don't feel that way about nobody. I don't really know. You know what I'm saying? I, but I'm just laughing because it's him bringing that up. Like, you know, like certain shit shouldn't matter to you. I don't think. You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Let's try to look at shit a little bit. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I. <sighs> okay, so let's, so let's so let's do this. So let's do this. So so let's say like, okay, so even even if Zoo is what you just told me, right? So wouldn't that be something internal that's gonna get handled amongst them? Hmm. Yep. Absolutely. You know, so mm, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I don't <laughs> yeah, I, the only thing, the only thing that made it, <laughs> I guess, the thing that made it intriguing for me was I, I, I first of all, I like a good rap beef, but it's got to be a good one. <laughs> it's got to be a good one. And to me, this has surpassed the point that I even want to hear y'all rap about it now. Like I don't even care at this point. It's kind of like you, you, you lost the window where where that would have been cool. You know what I'm saying? Um. Actually, you fucked me up by saying rap beef because I'm like, when did they rap about each other? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm down for a good rap beef, but if that's if this if this had not oh, been danced around so much and would have just turned into that and y'all just went ahead and got it out the way, I think y'all actually could probably be cool right now. But instead, y'all danced around it. Oh, ain't nothing wrong. We ain't got no problem. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Oh no, no, we cool. We ain't got no problem. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Oh no, we cool. And now you here with motherfuckers on house arrest and motherfuckers threatening motherfuckers on videos and shit. Like, this is fucking stupid. If y'all was gonna, ra- if it was really about some rap shit, y'all should have just rapped about it and been done with it. Ask Jay-Z and Nas. It works. <laughs> Ask them. It works. But, 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 okay, but even, even that. Yeah, they rapped. Okay, fine. Well, I'm glad you brought them up. Them two niggas had a possible issue, though. Right. What's the issue between these two chicks? That is the million dollar question. Okay. All right. That's the million dollar question right there. There's no real issue between that that we know of. You know what I'm saying? We're not hearing an issue. 
It seemed like some real petty ass shit to me. Jay just, Honestly. Jay just did some bullshit. It was like, by the way, yeah, I fucked your girl. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, to this day, I still think that was some sucker shit Jay did. Yeah. I think that was sucker shit. Yeah. I mean, and, and then I, the whole apology I'm thing, I'm like I was right, bro. this up just so I can <laughs> tell the world I fucked your girl. Yeah, then don't don't apologize to me after you did that because I don't want to hear that. Like, I don't well, want to hear that. He apologize forever for that. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, his mom. Oh no, nah, he he just yeah. That's what I'm saying. He apologized in that moment because his mom said to do that. But like, I don't think he would have done that if she hadn't said nothing. He didn't apologize. He just stopped. Mm-hmm. Think about Whatever. that. Same shit to me. Like, if, it's, if it's on, if it's on, it's on till it, it ain't till it ain't on no more. You know it ain't the same. You know it's, it's some people out here walking around where I don't apologize to nobody. I don't say I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like people feel that way. Like they feel that strongly about saying my bad. I fucked up. Jay didn't do that. He just stopped. My mom said, "All right, so I'm gonna stop." Shit was funny. You know what I'm saying? They even put that out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, my mom said, "You wild." Like, hey, you know, know what? I just, I just, again, like, I know how it is when niggas get caught up with a chick and the chick won't do what the fuck they think the chick going to do so far as they're concerned. Right. Now, you mad because she ain't doing the fuck. Jay was in love, nigga. Like, my eyes, right, so fuck that. Let's get into Jay was in love with that broad, man. He was in love with her. And that's why he put that shit out there because she ain't conformed. No doubt. Straight up. That's real shit. Straight up. That's real shit. So, so like, now mind you, even in her book and Nas both said, like, we wasn't together when she was fucking him. So I knew he was fucking her. He said he so knew. What was the, so what was the point of putting it out there? Like, it ain't doing me so, no, so, it ain't so really do doing me no harm. Like, I want the world to know. Nah, you, this is, this is you, you lashing out because you ain't getting what you want out of the situation, which is her. And, and you doing it on some fuck shit because I don't even want her. Like, yeah. <laughs> you ain't really got to do that. Like, chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, again, like, so, so, like, I read her book and Shorty was like, yo, the nigga Nas would be like, yo, he'll answer the phone, your boyfriend on the phone. I need to read that book. I've been together. meaning to read that book. Yeah, I've been meaning to read that shit. They still living together. Like, it's, it's, wild, it's wild as shit, but, like, I just, I just interpret that, like, that was just Jay being hurt. Jay was hurt the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. I, tell everybody what it is. Like, you, oh, you don't want to do no song with me? I fucked your bitch. If any, if anybody know Jay-Z that's listening to this, hey, H-O-V, that was some H-O shit. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. That was whole I, shit, I, though. I, don't I do that. that was some sucker shit, man. Like, yeah, that's whole shit. Don't do that. When your feelings is involved in shit, you'll do some wild shit, though. And that's why I be telling niggas, Mojo, I say it all the time, don't I? Hey, man, look, take your feelings out the equation, dog. We don't got time for that. Like, yeah. I, me personally, I've always been, I've been really good throughout the course of my life of disengaging my feelings from a situation if I have to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? If I feel like it's not a, I could, okay, wait a minute. I know I'm feeling like this at the moment, but hold up. Right now, this don't make sense. Pull back, hold up. Or this way that this person want me to move right now don't make sense despite how I may feel about what they're going through. I may be just as upset as them, but I got to think about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, before I make this move, I got to think about it. So, I get it. 
And I wish that, honestly, you know, the more I think about it, I take back what I said previously. I do not want to hear Nicki and Cardi rap about it because in my mind, it's already a skewed battle. In my mind, it's already a skewed battle because of just in the difference that one right and the other one don't. That changes everything for me. Because no matter what Cardi says in that battle, I'm not going to take it serious. So she automatically loses in my eyes. In that part. Now, with the way things currently stand, and I'm going to say something that is going to make absolutely no sense whatsoever when I first say it because of how I feel about lyricism. As things currently stand, Nikki can't win this. Nikki can't win right now. She, she can't beat Cardi right now in this moment. That's not to say six months from now she can't, but right now, as things currently stand on the playing field, there's no way. She can't do it. Cardi's got, Cardi's got people's hearts like this right now. You know what I'm saying? Nikki take too much time off. She get off into too many other things. And then some of this wild shit she do kind of make people be like, whoa, what the fuck? I know some people who are ten, ten, you know, tentative Nicki Minaj fans. And when she started doing shit like this, they kind of like, oh, hold up. That ain't what I want. They want starships and all that pop shit you was doing. That's when they fell in love with you. They don't want gangsta rapper from Queens, Nicki Minaj. They don't want nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? So... You gotta be mindful, like who you who you servicing too at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And then be mindful of the playing field that you're trying to go to this war on, go to war on. I'm not going if I'm if I'm the fucking uh if I'm the LA Rams and Matt Stafford ain't playing, I'm not gonna throw the ball 50 times in the game. I'm gonna hand that shit off. Cause I ain't got my all-star player. You know what I'm saying? But like the playing field's not the same at that point. And they're not playing on the same field right now. No matter what Nikki may think about her celebrity status, they're not playing on the same field right now. At not even close at the moment. So, yeah. Be mindful who you go in the war with and win. Fuck around and take an L you weren't supposed to take. <laughs> Fuck around and take an L you weren't supposed to take. Oh, man. Oh. Uh-oh. Speaking of L's. I, I don't agree with, I mean, I, I understand that and I get that. But again, like, we are talking about rap. Like, like let's put it on the, on, the, on the stage that you put it on. Like, it's rap, right? Still, still and rap, I give that to Nikki all day. I give that to Nikki all day. Who cares, man? Like, they don't care. Like, the public ain't gonna give a fuck. It ain't got nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole shit at the end of the day is, okay, if there is an issue and they rap about it, they rap about it. Who can win is just based upon the fact of who's most popular in that situation, period. Like how you said, so like, yeah, Nikki can't win. It don't matter who the fuck wrote what. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we even, if we even take it back to who wrote shit back in the day, yeah, Shantae was writing her shit. You tell folks was right, right in the real Roxanne shit. Absolutely. And all we remember at the end of it was the battle happened. So, so like, yeah, take into account who you serve or something. But I mean, like, if a motherfucker got an issue, I mean, and they want to stand on it, stand on the issue. It is what it is. I, I'm just saying, I don't know what the issue is. Like, that, that's my right. point. Like, I don't know what the fuck none of this shit is about. I feel like they, if they was going to do that, that should have happened already. Like, I feel like it's going on too long at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like, and now it's getting to the point where stupid shit happening. They should have never, they should have never evolved to this. If it's, if it's, and, and like you said, because we don't know what the, the genesis of the issue is, it's hard to even put any of this shit in the context. Like, damn, if it's a rap yeah. thing, just rap about it. But if it's more than that, then what the fuck is it? <laughs> I think we paying too much attention to it. Oh, I mean, hell, I won't even say that. I really, that shit literally oh, popped no, up I on mean, the timeline yesterday. So. I mean, we as a whole, I don't mean us three. I mean, we as a whole. I, like, I think, so what? Zoo got on there and said that bullshit. Like, if you if you know the facts, 
Offset wasn't even in that fucking hotel. They stand outside of a building just talking and shit. Like, who cares? I feel it. Hell yeah. No <laughs> <doubt>. <laughs> you can't even stop drinking that shit. It don't look like it's good for you, bro. <laughs> Oh, right. man, this that, is, not this that, that, that did not look fun. That did not look yeah. good. Listen, man, let me give you, some, give, you some, give you just one suggestion. Just one. What's that? Get a rocks glass. <laughs> I, I got one. Yeah, I got one. I got a couple of them. Use it, yeah. man. Use it. The reason why you're making all that face is because that shit coming out that bottle like that. Yeah. It looks like it hurts, bro. Like, <laughs> Ooh, it hurts so good. It hurts so good. It hurts so good. Get you a get you a Paw Patrol cup or something. It did not hurt. This nigga said a Paw Patrol. That I'm not doing that. No. Oh shit. Hey man. Air raid, bro. I so what's this MLK thing, man? You was talking about? Let's get it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. When is I was about to say, I just got to ask, man, when niggas going to just say fucking and get real about MLK, man? I just want to know when that's going to happen. What do you mean, just... Seven the Panther? <laughs> that's what a lot of people are asking right now. All right, man, look. Um, we was talking about Malcolm X earlier. Okay. Uh, okay, it's, it's, it would be like fruitless. It's low-hanging fruit for me to say I'm more Malcolm X than, than Martin Luther King, but it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than just the nonviolence. I, I can respect that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't violent i get it um but there have been there there are a lot of things that were said by martin luther king in opposition to the more militant um movement that began to happen throughout the course of the later parts of his movement but also there's a lot of things about how he moved and some of the things that have come out about how the fbi dealt with him and then in turn how he dealt with them and how some things played and i was like dog y'all do realize that a lot of the times when he was giving speeches and when he was doing things to calm people and to try to keep things from escalating to a certain point, it was because he was asked to do that. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't asked to do that by us. He was asked to do that by them. And he did his job. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got to show me now, that proof. Not that I believe either way, but you got to show me that proof before I even get back. I mean, there's a, there's, there's a few things floating around but i mean at the end like at the end of the day even if nobody had ever said that to me just if just from observing what took place and then going deeper into certain things i started seeing wait a minute something about that didn't play out the way it was supposed to um even the march on washington was uh they you know that it was certain it was certain ways that that was handled that people felt like man it feels like we are here for a fucking picnic this is not a protest you know what i'm saying um what way uh, they were told what they could and couldn't put on their signs. They was told where they could and couldn't do A, B, or C, and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, mind you, in certain systems, certain situations, there are going to be certain rules we have to follow, just uh, just domesticated rules, period, yeah, of how so things move. But that, that doesn't sound too, too but, long. But if it's a protest, you can't tell me what the fuck to put on my sign. First of all. And second of all, we're not going to be out here sing, held in hand singing fucking kumbaya if this is a protest. What the fuck are we doing? What kind of whole shit is this? Like, I don't, I don't. That's not a march on Washington. Don't don't call it the march on Washington. Just call it the march to Washington if you're going to do that. Because marching on Washington gives me the impression that something's about to fucking happen. And it didn't. It was cool. I'm not here to defend nor nor deny. I have no idea. But again, like I said, I I would have to be told that. But I I do know there are things that you can and can't do on signal. Yeah, I, I get, okay, I get that, I get. That. But even okay. even with that, it wasn't even inflammatory things they were trying to put on the signs. But anything that didn't follow the the course of peaceful protest, 
Fuck all that. If this is supposed to be a march on Washington, what are we doing? Exactly. What are we doing? That's what I'm saying. I, uh, I, I would need I would need to see what people are saying happen. Like like when you said the things that are floating around, I would like to see them. Like I, I can't speak on none of this. I, I have no I, idea. I can I can send you links to some of the shit I'll be watching, but um yeah, I just uh, like there's a there's a there's a whole lot of shit about how that whole thing played, how that whole situation played out that just wasn't cool. And then to find and then uh, this is the shit that bothers the fuck out of me the most. Um you can't say that the militants are, are out of line for the way they're thinking. You can't say that and then try to co-opt the fucking terminologies and try to turn them in. Martin Luther King said that and it's on videotape. Him saying, I think the I think they in, you know, they got the revolutionary spirit, but you know what I'm saying? Uh what did he say? He said, uh, I think they I think they they're going about it the wrong way. And uh he said, then like John F. Kennedy said, those who make uh peaceful revolution impossible only make violent revolution inevitable. And I'm thinking to myself, how much studying about revolution have you actually done, Doc, for you to even let that come out your mouth? In a country like this, there's no such thing as a peaceful revolution. Why are you lying to yourself? It's not possible. They took this motherfucker by force and blood. What the fuck make you think you're gonna pray your way out of that? It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> so you set niggas up to die, in my opinion. So <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is, man. It is what it is, but I think hindsight's a motherfucker. So so at the same time, like, so again, if if we're talking about a Christian, a Christian preacher. And I'm only speaking upon what I heard. I'm not talking about no videos. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can only speak upon what I've seen. And with that being said, a Christian preacher, nine times out of ten, like, regardless of who rewrote whatever or who inserted this or took things out, what I see is him moving along the lines of what Christian values are. You know what I'm saying? Now, again, like, so what you're saying is with that, I would just need to see that to even be able to judge it. Because it sounds like, you know what I'm saying? Because you because you personally have your own idea about how revolution should go. That might not necessarily align with the next person of how it should go. You know what I'm saying? So I can personally so, say any... Per oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, because at the same time, like, you know, like, closer to his death, we saw his values change. For sure. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. So, so again, I'm not saying I can't say who was in who ear and made who do what. I don't know. I wasn't there. I ain't seen no proof. No. You know what I'm saying? Once I'm shown the proof, then I make a decision on that. You know what I mean? Or, or a judgment. But I don't know. Like, um, I look at the whole shit like this. Everybody ain't going to agree how to get to, to grandma's house. There's 10 different ways to get to that motherfucker. Everybody ain't going to agree on the best way. I can see that. I will say this, and whoever's listening, you take this for what you will. Um, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. Um, if you come to me with any talk about revolution and it don't involve guns, we ain't got nothing to talk about at all. We got nothing to talk about. Because believe me when I tell you, if you try to turn the corner, they're going to be waiting there with them. And if you ain't got them, the fuck that make you? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. The fuck that make you? So, yeah. I mean, I get it. And, and, and again, my feelings about and, and don't get me wrong this ain't saying i don't got no i got big love for mlk because you gotta be so it takes a special kind of motherfucker to stand out there and take that punishment like that but after once or twice it also take a special kind of motherfucker to say yeah this ain't it right here dog <laughs> this shit ain't gonna get it done um 
man, yeah, that troubles the fuck out of my spirit sometimes when I think about it. I'd be like, yo, this nigga was really taking motherfuckers out of like leading us out here like last time slaughter and shit. But hey, the each his own, man. Hey. Again, but the people who walked behind them believed in doing that. They didn't have to do that. They could have definitely went to the other side that was like, let's pick up this rifle. They ain't do that. Mm. Mm. You know, I'm pretty sure them dog, them dogs, teeth should have changed their minds. But I don't know. Some people are just crazy. I guess Do you it takes a certain. Of where it Do I see? Oh yeah, I have seen examples of which. <laughs> For sure. How many, how many did you see? Uh, I don't know. My, my point that's all. That's like all. You said, like you said, it's special people who are gonna do certain things. Oh yeah, for sure. At the end of the day, for sure. so 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 regardless, like to, like to me, the ones who didn't pick up those rifles were still in their minds moving in what they thought Christian values were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. I'm not gonna fuck with right now because I don't want to. Yeah, but um, yeah, hey man, all of y'all out there that feel like um, you know, marching and singing and holding hands and holding signs and shit. No respect to y'all. More power to you. Call me when you're ready to get real, though. We can talk about it. Call me when you're ready to get real. Now nah, we can talk about this now. So let me ask you this question. Um, we already know we're outnumbered. For sure. And we're outgunned. For sure. So how do you win that revolution by going at them with guns? There's always a way. Because because uh, Fidel Castro and Che Guevara and their whole band were outmanned and outgunned fighting against the entire military of Cuba at the time. There's always a way. I mean, I'm not getting ready to go into all the tenets of guerrilla warfare on the podcast. It's not about guerrilla warfare, but I'm just saying there's, def there's definitely strategies that can be used to weaken your enemy, even if they're bigger, stronger, and more te technologically advanced. There are plenty of ways to do it. But it's it's more it's more more important than the way to do it is having niggas that's willing to do it. That's the more important the part. It's also the way. Well, yeah, the way I'm saying the way is there though, but you gotta have niggas that's willing to do it. <laughs> that's all, that's all I'm saying. You gotta show motherfuckers the way too, because like, because I mean, because like, because like, even to your point, like you said, Castro and, and Guevara fought the Cuban government or the Cuban military. Absolutely. They had the same weapons. When you fight motherfuckers who Kinda. don't got the same weapons as you, they got bigger ones than you, than you, and wipe out your whole fucking city. Well, the military, the military initially had bigger weapons than them, and different. But because of the way that they attacked them, they were able to acquire more weapons than what they initially had, and that was, and that's part of the whole program of guerrilla warfare. Is you, you may not have more than what you have, uh, more than what your enemy has, but your method of attack should put you in a position to acquire their things. So boom, you don't you, you might not have the money to go out and buy a gang of ammunition, but when you take these motherfuckers out, you take their ammunition, you take their guns. Now I got two guns, you got two guns, you got two guns, you got two guns, and we got hella ammo. Keep moving. And you continue to acquire it as you continue to move on. It's the biggest thing is because their army is big, in most cases, they're gonna attack in a big way. Because your army is small, you have to move in a different fashion. Small groups no, moving no, in formation. No, 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 no. So yeah. I mean, so yeah, like I said, I'm I'm probably going too far already, but yeah, it still goes back mm -hmm. to that me because, like, because even to your point, I feel like if I'm in control of all of these bombs, there's no way you get to. The only way, I, the only way that you got control of all of them bombs, and I'm not gonna get to you, is if you know I'm coming. That's the only way. If you know no I'm doubt. coming, if you don't, if you don't know I'm coming, then ain't shit you can do about it. So, I mean, <laughs> okay. you know what I'm saying? So I mean, okay. it's it, that. It, I mean, like it depends that's how you, it depends how you think. 
because I can drop that bomb preliminary or after the fact. But you still have to know that I'm coming. And if I get to you before you know I'm coming and I can stop that bomb from happening, then you then it doesn't matter that you have it. Now I have it. So, so say that. That's what I'm saying. So say that, that. That's all I was saying before, like about the whole ammunition thing. Like, Same principle. Podcast. We got to say it. <laughs> you know but but that's what I was saying. <laughs> that's all I was saying you before about when you. Now. <laughs> no, no, no. When I said about say, moving. No, no. I When I said about when you make your attacks and acquire your, you make your smaller attacks and you acquire your enemy's weapon. I'm talking about all the weapons, not just the guns. I'm talking about bombs, airplanes, whatever. It's all the same principle. It's just a matter of how you apply it in a different situation. Same shit. Same shit. Yeah, it's all the same okay. shit. So, I mean, realistically speaking, dog, I'd have, I've read a lot and studied a lot and trained a lot. And I, I can tell you that guerrilla warfare is not as complicated as it sounds. But the, the most complicated thing about guerrilla warfare is the heart of the guerrilla. That's the most complicated thing about it. You got to have a motherfucker willing to die for what they believe. You know what I'm saying? And if they not, you will fail. No if, ands, or buts about it. If they not that dedicated and willing to die for it, you will fail. So, and they definitely going to die. Believe that. Yeah. I mean, we all got to die sometime. It is what it is. No, that's a fact. <laughs> you know. It is what it is. Shit, we all got to die sometime. Shit. You know. I, I mean, I at just the, ain't a lamb until the slaughter person. Like, yeah, like, you definitely got to figure out your strategy. But, yeah. you know, I also feel like, damn, like, there's a reason why that shit ain't happened yet. Oh, it's a very good reason. It's a whole lot of reasons why it ain't happened yet. And, and and every one of them burn my bridges every time I fucking think about it. But, you know, can't I mean, at the end of the day, the whole reason why all of the more militant movements has failed is because you can't make, you can't educate a nigga out of being scared. Some niggas are just bitches, and that's what it is. So, I mean... It ain't no, it ain't no education or training you can give them to take that out of them. That's just who they are. You got to find a different role for them people. You know what I'm saying? Like they can't be on the front line. They can't be a part of that part of it because they're gonna get somebody fucking killed. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, you got. It's about knowing as a leader, you got to know how to utilize your people to the best of their ability and put them in positions where they can be most effective to serve your purpose. I'm not gonna put some nigga that I know ain't got the heart right in the front with a gun. And be like, just make sure I get to this point, and I'll take care of the rest. I'm not gonna make it, cause he's scared to death. He might not even pull the trigger. Now we all gonna die. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I try to stay away from niggas like that. <laughs> I try to stay away from niggas like that if I can at all do it. But yeah, I feel like I'm saying too much right now. So, um, yeah, but yeah, nah, I I say that I say that, and I and I mean when I say uh, I say that, and a lot of times people be feeling like I'm talking shit about MLK, and I'm not. I'm not talking shit about him. I mean, it is what it is, dog. Like, and, and, and at a point, he may have done what he felt like he needed to do for him to stay alive, to continue doing what he was doing. I can support that. You got to survive. You can't, if you're not here to do it, it won't get done, right? But then the question, the questions for me become more in, intensive as in regards to exactly what were you trying to accomplish? Because what it looks like and what may have actually been going on may have been two very different things. But I can't ask him that now. And that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? All I can go by is everything else. That's it. So I wish I could have had that conversation with him because I'd be very interested in hearing his answers to that. Um, I actually got a song called Guess Who? Um, where I, I said I was having a dream that I ran into Malcolm X on the hilltop in Tacoma. <laughs> Crazy as that sounds. But 
it's a dream that it's a dream that uh it's not really a dream that i had per se it's so much as it is a thought that i had because i think it was one of them times where somebody said they saw elvis at a grocery store or some shit and so the song was initially i wrote the song initially 10 years ago it was called i saw malcolm x at the grocery store so i took the same concept but just changed the story you know what i'm saying but um yeah you know much love much love to, to the king family you know y'all taking a lot of losses in the course of in the course of y'all y'all's existence that we know of, you know what I'm saying, in accordance with that nonviolent philosophy. So enough power, enough respect to everybody who chooses to go that route. Um I don't know, man. <laughs> Good luck. That's all I can tell you. Good luck. That's all I can tell you. And a big shout out to E and J. Big shout out to E and J and to and to Appleton Estate, uh Jamaican Rome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Where, oh man, I didn't even tell y'all. Oh, um, oh, I did mention it earlier. I'm smoking Gary Payton today. You know what I'm saying? I felt like since you know I'm in Washington, I felt like being on some Seattle shit today. So I'm on this Gary Payton today. You know what I'm even though Gary Payton from the Bay, but he played for the Seattle Seahawks. Supersonic, so you know. Oh man, what are you? What you smoking, Mo? I know you rolled up, but what you smoking? Uh, lemon OG. Mmm. Okay. Okay. Alright. I don't have anything else to smoke. I'm trying to like find the roach that I had. Damn, you suck, B. Well, (laughs) I don't feel like rolling up right now. I I have another wrap. I have some more weed. I'm just trying to sift through the guts to see if I can find this roach. Hey man, oh, before we move on to anything else, I got what time we supposed to be meeting today? (laughs) (laughs) I always assume it's supposed to be two. We don't say nobody said anything. Reddy hasn't been very responsive about anything, so. Hey, you sound muffled. Oh. Oh, oh shit, it sounded, clear. it sounded clear to me. <laughs> Dude, that shit was fucking clear. <laughs> what about now? It, it still sound low. Like It's like your volume went down. Okay. I don't know. It still sounds the same to me, but it might be because I got these headphones on. So hey, don't take my word for it. What about, what about now? Is it the same thing? A little better. A little better? Yeah, yeah. I'm just basically trying to find a lot better. A stack. Lot better. It's a lot better now. Too. Lot okay. Better. Ooh, that was great. But yeah, you're you smoking for no? a roach in it? Huh? You said you're looking for a roach. <laughs> trying to find it. <laughs> hey, ro- 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 roach. so I mean, look at. So you still roll roach butts from now now and again? Do I still roll them? Yeah. No, I don't roll roaches. But you're looking for one. That's why I asked. Oh, oh. You mean rolling the aspect of like actually rolling one up or just lighting one up? Rolling them. Like, like I meant the no. words I said. I was just no. asking because you're looking for a roach. That's all. No, 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 no. Okay. So I'm trying to find what I was like burning my fingers with earlier. But I roll full blunts. I've I've, I've rolled never up, heard man. of that. I've never heard of never, that. You never heard of rolling a rose blunt before? No. Because oh, man. Why, would, why would you? I mean, okay. Y'all West Coast niggas different, yo. But but uh, I'm I'm trying to understand the concept. I think is why I'm so like, you know, amazed by it. Weed. It's, it's, huh? it's typically if you ran out of weed. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. No, I don't I don't do that just because that's kind of a waste of a of a blunt wrap, in my opinion. If I, I have I have pipes and stuff like that. If I got like this much weed, I'm gonna just burn it in the pipe. Right. I'm not gonna spend okay. two dollars, three dollars on a on a pack of blunt wraps. I can't use them. 
it's two okay, it's two different ways you can do it, right? So depending on how many how many roaches yeah, you got yeah. and how your situation is. Okay, like, that's, people, that's some... absolutely different. No, I've absolutely done that. I've rolled an entire blunt with roach weed. You know what I mean? The shit's yeah. all yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're there now. <laughs> yeah. Yo, absolutely. I was like, <laughs> I was so confused. Like, how does he not get this? Wait a minute. <laughs> what is no, happening the, right the now? Way, the way that I was understanding it was like, okay, you've got you've got an entire blunt wrap, and you're taking what little pinch of weed you got and and ripping off a pair. You know, like I'm thinking of the whole process of wasting a blunt wrap. I didn't understand it first, but yeah, I've absolutely taken old roaches, taken that that grimy ass shit, rolled an entire new blunt with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been broke, so. Yeah, that's bona fide nah, broke shit nah, right there. So. Because, because yesterday, I don't know where the fuck this shit came from, <laughs> and I'm not no grimy mouth nigga like this either. But I did it yesterday. <laughs> Let me see what happens. I found an old roach I had, like, well, like, like, not even roach, like a half a joint, and that shit was obviously old. Like the paper was dark as fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was old. I'm like, you know what? Hey, let me see. I need something. Oh, there was some fire in this motherfucker. This shit okay. Was yeah, you know, and it set my day off kind of, kind of, kind of funny. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 that's, I'm just laughing because, like, again, just thinking about old weed and how we treat shit and all this other shit, especially being in an era where we don't really have to smoke old weed if we, got, if we got a little bit of bread. You know what I'm saying? You know what I was tripping off thinking about how um how when we how back in the day we would get we would get we would get weed, and when I think about just the difference of how the weed look now. And how it looked, and then like how I get the high that I get now compared to how I got high then. It's like a whole nother world. Like I remember, pardon me, the weed that we, the weed that we used to, yeah, like they was like the shit that we used to cop that we thought we was killing the game with. They call that shit swag. Like yo, that, what is that bullshit? Get that shit out of here. You know what I'm saying? So okay, so so this is something I've always understood since back then. Motherfuckers just be bougie about certain things. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> so so like, uh, you know, co- you know, coming coming to California, like you know, they call anything with seeds or sticks stress. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? So even going back to what you were saying, like initially, like, but that's what it was. Like, you know, it was different techniques involved because them motherfuckers was just growing that shit in the field and running over that shit with a goddamn tractor to turn that shit into a big square. And then it gets to you how it gets to you. They they didn't have the time to breed that bitch. And this actually could get into a lesson about seedless watermelon. <laughs> what a weird tangent. So, if you know if you know anything if you know anything about growing things, uh-huh. there's a male and female plant. Right with everything. With everything. If you remove the male. The female won't produce seeds, but it's gonna produce its flower and then die. So when we smoke bud, we smoke the just the female that hasn't been impregnated. Same thing with the mm. watermelon. You know what I'm saying? Like they remove that. Yeah. Growing is so growing is amazing. That. Growing is amazing. You ever you ever grown before? Eat. Uh, I, I heard I have. 
Okay. Now I have heard as well. You know. <laughs> nah, I, I haven't even heard it. I have. Like, I ain't, I don't know nothing about it. I have. I've heard and I've also done it. <laughs> it's no, I, I I appreciate I appreciate growing when I'm able to do it because there's a level of patience that you have to have with growing anything. And so right. it's it's a completely different learning experience. And it's it's great because when you have a moment during the summer, let's say you're growing tomatoes, right? And so during the summertime, you just sit with your fucking tomato plant. You sit in the sun and you, you have this moment of like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a move how the plant moves. I'm just going to take in life. I'm going to take in the sun, especially on a nice sunny day. I'm going to take in the sun. I'm going to just fucking relax. Cause that's what it, that's what it feels like. You just live in life. I love that shit. I miss doing that shit. That's what's up. That's what's we'll keep up. it a million with you. I probably can't be still that long. So why this nigga look so confused? This motherfucker just sitting there, huh? <laughs> yeah, like, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Like, but both of y'all niggas know me. Y'all know I am not a patient nigga. So. It's called patience, motherfucker. Y'all know I am not a patient nigga, yo. I'm get, not. get some. Get that, you some. That, that's the moment. That's the moment. Get you some. Yeah, that's the moment, throw. Grow, grow a fucking ficus. But when you, when you, <laughs> when you sit, when you sit, and you're moving how the plant moves, it's it's totally different. Wait, 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 wait. See, the problem is you sound like his second sensei. That's the issue. I got you. Okay. That's the issue. Nah, 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 nah. I'll tell you, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you where the problem lies. I'll tell you where the problem lies. His first sensei should have told him that shit. I was laughing at that shit the whole time. Like, yo, your sensei was an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a dick. He was yeah. a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Patience, bro. Like, it's, the whole point sensei. of this shit is the, like what happened with the first one, seven? <laughs> you know, yeah. Get you some patience, bro. Like this is a beautiful thing over here, yeah. man. Like, get you some patience. Photo photosynthesis is amazing, bro. Like when you, you know, it, man. It, I don't it, even it, like photo shoots, nigga. What you talking about? Like, nah. I'm just saying. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. With a plant. You know what, nigga? Hold on. Fuck that. I'm a man. Look, one of these days we're gonna do a real photo shoot for you, motherfucker. Cause I'm sick of this shit. I don't, I don't like photo shoots. I don't fuck all of that, man. We gonna get you. We gonna get you some fly, some 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 fly shit that represent what you are, man. And 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 I'm telling you, you are gonna look at this shit different, man. Word. Oh, you, you should have seen me last you need night. The leather trench coat, the leather pea coat, all black, right oh, boots and the, the pants fit in a certain way. You need that, man. <laughs> Fuck that, man. You the hey, man. Like, hey, man. Like if, I, if I let E dress me, I'm going to be on GQ magazine for y'all. I know it. Oh, you my might. goodness. You <laughs> might. But at the same time, though, I guarantee you it'll be something that you can rock with, though. That's my whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't saying, I ain't trying to change. I'm just trying to give you some game. Yeah. <laughs> Evolution. In the transition from the streets to the fame. I feel That's like, it, man. I got you. I got you. I, no, I was telling Seven about evolution last night with his glasses. I was giving him so much shit about his glasses last night, but I'm like, bro, this is this is a whole different Seven to Panther right now. The evolution with the glasses itself and how how fucking strong the change was just from it's glasses, bro. 
And I was like, you you go, you have a whole different persona when you have the glasses on. And it's 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 not a bad thing. It's just like there's a level of of power that comes along with having the glasses. On top of that, man, you got the gray and stuff like that. So it's, it's a whole different level of power that comes along with it. It's not, I mean, even though I'm giving you shit and I'm like laughing my ass off about it, he's still seven to Panther, but it's like I've I've I'm like level 68 right now. Just for the record, just for the record, y'all, I am not 68. Okay. I know. I just wanted to put that out there. Because you did say E was like 52 or 53 earlier. So that's no level, level in age. He didn't say that. He didn't say nothing we didn't hear. Oh, okay. No doubt. You missed you missed the whole point. You'll catch it when you play this back. Yeah, bro. It's the same thing with a fucking plant. If you sit down with it and watch it grow, it's totally different. You know, a a a a germinating a germinating seed is totally different from the fucking tree. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Right now, I understand what you're saying. Here's my problem: while I'm sitting there and the germinating is going on, you know what's happening in my brain? Oh shit! I need the germinating seed is doing. But they but not, but not. I gotta get up and go. You can sit here and germinate all you want. I gotta go. I got shit to do. <laughs> That's what the seed is doing. That's what the roots are doing. The further the roots are moving down, that's what it's exactly what they're saying. Like, I need to do this. I've got to make sure that I'm able to get these nutrients from this fucking soil that may be shit from wherever fucking city this came I from. I gotta find it. I gotta exactly. find the nutrients. Find the nutrients. When it comes I gotta to light, find, I gotta find the next bag. I gotta find those nutrients so that I can survive. If the light isn't hitting me where I need to do, I'm gonna bend and find my way to it. The only difference is the plant can't get up and move. That's the only difference. And see, that's my problem. If he could get up and come with me, we could hang out all day long. Like, <laughs> I, got shit to do. Him, I, I don't know if you're hearing what we're telling you about that. I understand exactly what you're saying. What you I'm know. saying is I'm taking it back to the genesis of the conversation when you were talking yeah. about yeah, 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 yeah. We try to I get don't got time that. to do that. <laughs> I don't got time to do that. that. Yeah, I don't got we time to do that. I understand that me and the plant are moving in the same way. I get it. We're doing the same thing. We're going to get it. And we're doing what we got to do to survive. I get it. I, I love but, that part of it. But it's about it's about developing your patience with these things and then understanding how to plan your day a little differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the whole shit. The oh, yeah, most of my days are a fucking hurricane. Mind I'm, you, not, I'm not no fucking green thumb ass nigga. I just understand what you talk about. Yeah. Food. I was going to say, I heard I heard the, plant, the plant doesn't have the ability to get up and move. That's exactly what he just said. Yeah. The plant can't get up and move. And so it's only doing what it knows how to do. Right. You don't know how I have to say I have to say to people that that humans are the only thing God ever created that don't do what we're supposed to do. We're the only ones that don't. Everything else does exactly what it's supposed to do until we fuck with it. <laughs> and then, and then we like do what we're, we're not supposed, supposed to do. do. You know what I'm saying? So um I feel like that's what we're supposed to do. Well, <laughs> to a degree. <laughs> to a degree. Yeah, okay. To a degree. But when you that think about how often you hear people are destroying the planet. With the way we do it, da, 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 da. there were other ways you could have done some of that shit without fucking the planet up, but you chose to do it that way because it was gonna make you money. Not that everything we do is right in in the grand scheme of things, but we are doing we are here doing what we're supposed to do, which is disrupting shit and figuring out how to keep shit going forward. There's there's not a there, I, 
There's not a play. Everything, there, everything has like, a everything has a waste product. Everything right. has a waste product. Even plants grown. They got a waste product. You know right. what I'm saying? Like and we again because we populate the earth how we do and we move where we move, we create a lot of waste products. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta try to figure out how to create less waste or make more use of the waste. So it's not just a hundred percent waste and shit is fucked up. I feel that. I guess what I guess what I'm normally where I'm normally coming from in that in that statement when I make it is is probably I guess a little more based than most things I ever say. So like when I think about it, I think about okay, the tree. The tree starts from where it starts. It grows up out of the ground, starts to grow up towards the sky, starts to expand out, starts to sprout leaves. And it does that why? Because that in its DNA, that's what it's supposed to do. And so it does it. No questions asked. No drama. I'm gonna just do this because this is what I do. That's to okay. me. That's survival, though. Like that survival. I, I get you. Yeah. Right. I get it. Yeah. But okay. So here's the thing. Humans are the only ones that decided in order for us to survive, in order for us to even just be, we have to, to destroy other things that don't necessarily have to be true. Like even in our relation to one another as people. Okay, think about something. Even if you're not a Christian, think about the Ten Commandments. Think about the basic things that you consider right and kind to do to other people. And think yeah. about how often we don't do those things. Okay. Right. You don't see plants out here fighting each other. Now, mind you, it sounds stupid when they I say do. that. I, I, okay, I understand oh, what you're saying. Yeah, I understand right what you're they, saying. But you, that's right. Because you, sometimes they're fighting for fighting for survival. Right. right. That's what they do when right. they're over, overshadowing each other. Yeah. Right. Survival right. of the fittest. I'm growing faster. I'm expanding faster. Or I'm moving in a way. Yeah, I'll choke you out. So, so my question <laughs> to y'all would be this: Then, do y'all feel like people were created to live by survival of the fittest? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think at the core of it is survival of the fittest. We just have the ability to move around, and our brains are wired completely different. We don't have a set core of like this is what I need to do to survive. And this is passed down from generation to generation and embedded in my DNA. We have consciousness, we can move around and we can, we can intertwine in ways because of survival. Okay. I guess we, we adapt to survive. I, so, I mean, I guess at the core of it, yeah, it's all survival, but I, we, we, we just have the ability to manipulate it a little bit more than things like plants I think animals have the ability as well, but because of the way that they operate, they don't speak to other um, species, and they can't. You know what I mean? Like they don't—they don't have the the the. I wouldn't say free will, but they don't have the knowledge because they don't have the. They haven't uh, evolved enough to the point where they can go, "Oh, this plant is great, and I can eat this, and I can also bring this." It's more like I'm gonna. They, I feel like they're moving at a slower rate. I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm losing my no, point. I'm no, not. no, it, you you said it earlier. It's the consciousness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's the consciousness. It, it's what you're aware of. You know what I'm saying? So, like, their awareness is about their environment and what it takes for them to survive. Yep. Just like ours is. The difference is we have a rationalization towards individually figuring out which one works for us. Mm -hmm. What's going to work for you okay. might not work for me. What's gonna work for your family might not work for the next family, mm -hmm. but it works. So we all have different ideas and understandings of how to. Again, it's right. ten different ways to get to grandma's house. Yeah, 
Wow. That's what we call full circle. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I see where y'all at. I, again, I disagree, but I see where y'all at. Um, you disagree because you ain't got no patience, motherfucker. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's not, it's not, Why you disagree, bro? Like, I think you got no patience, goddammit. Go fucking plant, bro. I yeah, think that, I think the, um, I think the, the greater part of my... You got a dog? Nah. No, don't, don't like them. Don't like them. Nah. Get a plant. They don't. They don't. You don't got to fucking clean up after them. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that you should have a dog because I don't care to have one either. But I do understand a lot of people with the motherfuckers are patient. Oh yeah, and that's probably part of the reason why I don't have one because I don't. I don't have the patience. You to raised, do it. How many kids you raised? Uh, three. Yeah. I, yeah. I was about to say three. I, I didn't know it was yeah. four or five. I was about to fuck Eleven. <laughs> you, you raised three kids, nigga. Be yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. Okay, and this goes back to something that, that Mojo said earlier. And I mean, I, I'll, I'll say this, but then I have a, a, a point I want to make about something else you said. But you said earlier about the uh, how plants communicate, how animals communicate. Animals communicate mainly amongst themselves in their own species because they can. Like that roar that I do that this animal is going to take as a sign of aggression you know i'm just saying what's up nigga you know what i'm saying so <laughs> it's a it's a totally different thing so um i, I get agree. that <clears throat> and in that in, in that in the spirit of that that's why it's different between a, a, raising a dog growing a plant and raising a kid <laughs> once they got to a certain point i was able to talk to this kid i understand what you're saying to me and now you understand what i'm saying to you like as time grows as time goes forward that understanding is evident now mind you i know people train their pets and they have a way of da 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 and da-da. for me it's just different because i need the words you understand what i'm saying like i can't talk right. to the dog i don't have nothing against dogs at all i just right. can't communicate with you you know what i'm saying so you play your game i play mine and we cool but i just can't right. talk to you but i can i i, I can damn near promise you it took you way more patience to raise your children than it would a plant right yeah you know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. So, so, so the only reason why I, the only reason why I said a, a dog is only because again, like just how people treat them and what I see out of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think, yeah. So, so, so there's there's still a level of communication there that the dog understands. Right. Or, or I just don't have the patience to to get to that point with the dog. So I guess. yeah. So all yeah. I'm, all I'm saying is like it's it's still like a a test of patience, like like developing it. You know what I mean? See, the plant thing for me, I could wait for the plant to grow. I just can't sit there with it. Like, that was the part that fucked with me. I could, I could wait for the plant to grow. I could plant it, do what I got to do, and go, and then come back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nobody said you um, got to sit there all, all day with the motherfucker. Just no, not all day. Just you know like a couple, like, couple of hours. Because that's, that's what I used to do. I sit, I sit down in, the, in the, it, like the, the dead of summer, right? You know, it's like the middle of summertime. There's not a single cloud in the sky. But you're, you're just, you know appreciating the rays that are coming from the sun and you see that in association to the plant and realizing that they can't move and so being able to just sit there and do the same thing is a completely different experience in comparison to raising a child there's a same level of patience but you the method is different i could dig it i could like like the plant ain't gonna physically test yeah the plant is gonna go through shit. The plant gonna go through shit. You gotta try to figure that out. Right. Why is the leaves brown? What is it not eating right? Uh, uh and you can't ask it. Right. I'm... <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you, depending on what the plant is. Um, if I see that it's dying, 
Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll put, some, I'll put some water in it and leave and come back. But if it's little, still like it's dying, it's a good chance I'm going to just let it do that. But I, like, I, okay, I realized something about myself very recently, and it kind of troubles me just a little bit, but um, it's not not extreme because I realized that I've made it. No, no, no. I've, I've known that forever. But like, <laughs> I've known that forever. But, <laughs> but um, I realized that the, the a lot of the times the bonds that I build are weird. You know what I'm saying? My my relation to things are very strange sometimes. Like um, people. things that I should people people. Uh, I feel like that's the reason why I feel the way I feel about animals. The way I feel the way I feel about plants. Like I don't want any harm to come to you. I just just leave me the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. Like like again, like I brought up animals just because of the the situation, not because I feel like you should get one. I feel no doubt. Like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like you will not absolutely. Get me with one. <laughs> now I will say this, and it sounds strange when I say this because I know there are a lot of I know that actually uh, people have told me that there are a lot of work or they can be, but if I, if I was to ever have a pet of my own, it would probably be a bird of some sort. Um. I've always had a fondness for birds um, just because they can fly. Um, and I'm jealous to a degree because they can fly. Um, Funny you say that. There's a freedom that they have that, and I think that that goes back to my whole, to the reason why I think the way I think about certain other things is because of just the freedom aspect of it. Like, damn, like to just be able to, I would love that. You know what I'm saying? It's funny you say that about birds. I was about to crack a fucked up joke. <laughs> Why do you love birds? Uh, oh, I was—I I didn't even think about that, but 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 like, nah. I, I was just thinking, like, nigga, that's because you was locked up. That's why you just appreciate the birds. <laughs> that's why. But but no, no, no. It's ill because what you're saying, though, because like I don't know if people know this about birds. Birds attach to people. Mm. They do. They're they're very well certain birds you know what i'm saying but but birds if they fuck with you they fuck with you no doubt you know what i'm saying like walking on your shoulders and all this other shit you don't necessarily gotta really train them to do that like the motherfuckers like you know again you know, just like dogs if they know where the meal coming from they're gonna chill out no doubt <laughs> but but still a bird a bird right there on your shoulder you ain't gotta tell it they jump there that's your nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's just funny that you're saying that because it's ironic. No doubt. Yes, they have all the freedom <laughs> in the world. But if they fuck with you, they ain't going nowhere. See, that's uh, I've I often I often feel like I've um because I know a lot of people who are afraid to fly on airplanes and or people who um uh, have trepidation Rightfully about so. flying on airplanes. Rightfully. Yeah, you know, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But there's there's a part of and as much as I, I recognize that side of it, I get it completely. It makes perfect sense. But the other the other side of me is like, yeah, but shit's <laughs> kind of fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I've always, being in the air, like the whole thing, right? Even all all of the shit, I love it. And I don't know why. It just, it seems like it detaches me away from everything I feel like um, weighs me to the ground. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'd be willing to bet money you don't love the cramped seats. That I can do without. 
that I can do without. But like, at, but at a point, depending on how long the flight is, once I find my oh, my yeah. spot, once I find my spot, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But I find my spot, I'm good. But it take a minute to find that motherfucker sometimes. Hey, but I, I ain't even gonna say the name. Never mind. I'm gonna just say some of y'all airlines, dog. Oh my god, y'all know what the fuck y'all doing, man. Y'all know what y'all doing. But <laughs> oh my mama, they know what they doing. Yeah, fuck that shit. But um, yeah, man, like I, I I do fuck with birds. But yeah, I I guess the main thing for me is it comes down to the uh it comes down to intent in a lot in a lot of cases. Um and that's why I realize my relationships with people become tenuous, sometimes very quickly, because I'm past the point where I used to be where it was just like, oh, yeah, we can make small talk when I see you, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you saw the game, all right, cool, and I'm going to keep it moving. To a degree, once it gets to a certain point, and I and I, if I feel like there's something that's not adding up in your intention for even having this impasse with me, I just got to stop talking to you, period, because I just don't got the energy for it no more. You know what I'm saying? So right. well, because well, I, yeah. That's sorry, it right there. Like, we, we learn where to expend our energy. Right. Right. Oh, oh, or, right. or actually, we learn where we feel waste our energy, so we don't expend it there anymore. Actually, I think that's a different statement of what I said before. You I feel you. yeah. Like, like we learn where to expend it to where we feel it benefits us. Right. Like, again, like whereas, uh, whereas when we were younger, we may have tried to maintain a relationship. For Out of some blind, some weird sense of loyalty or some shit. Yeah. yeah, like for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Whatever reason. Loyalty, whomever, love, whatever the fuck the reason is, we may have tried to maintain it. Now we're at a point where it's like, you know, I understand why I don't even need to expend the energy to try to maintain that. I can keep it pushing. And I'm, Facts. And I'm cool with the decision I made. Okay. You know, yeah, even I feel though, and, and I'm speaking right now from a personal experience I'm going through right now because niggas move weird. But, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I don't have to try to maintain this shit. I don't have to maintain this. Especially because this relationship isn't necessarily giving me that much. This is more out of habit and love. Love like a motherfucker. But this isn't benefiting me anymore. So your bullshit, you can have it and go over there with it. I don't need to yeah. go along and try to smooth that shit out for my comfort. Fuck it. You want to do you. And more importantly, if I feel that way at this point, how is it even benefiting you? Like, shouldn't you want to just go on a, on your own way? And like, this, if it's not benefiting me, I know you're not getting that out of this. Because <laughs> I ain't putting shit into it. And you realize when the reciprocity isn't there, like they actually may have thought the same thing. So it's like, okay, cool. like, let me go ahead and, you know, you got it. You got yes. It. <laughs> Hell you got yeah. It. It's okay. Hell bro. yeah. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't lose no money. No, no blood was shed. It's okay, bro. Like, we knew, we knew each other since 13. It's been a long ride. It's okay. Yeah, no doubt. You know and and sometimes, man, it ain't no different than riding a train, bro. Like, we, we, we all be we all can be on the same train and not be going to the same destination, but along the path we just had to stay on the same train because it just happened to be going in that way. So now you getting off four stops before me and that's okay. Hey, we rode the, we rode the train together as long as we could, bro. But now you where you need to be. I still got to get where I'm going. Hey, peace. Hold it down. No love lost. No hatred. Yeah, we you know we just saying? ain't we just ain't on the same path. 
Yeah, like you know, like you know, you doing shit that I just okay, whatever, nigga. <laughs> whatever. Like, like, bro, like I got, I got mad shit I gotta attend to. So, is what it is. And that's that be the part, man. That be the part. Our friendship isn't 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 adding into me solving these situations. And I realized that you're not even. It's the pouring into thing. I'm pouring more into this than you are. So I realized that now. It's like, oh, wow, wow. Yeah. You know that, and that that's crazy because it's a. um, I think it's almost to a point now where. when we the way that we view our friendships with people like most of my friendships i have with people now i view them in terms of okay i don't, I don't think anymore about oh man shit me and this nigga gonna be in a retirement home together chilling you know what i'm saying doing whatever rolling up doing what we do nah i'd be like hey everything everything is happening right now and it's cool because i don't even know if i'm gonna make it there so i don't i don't i'm not even gonna think about that we're gonna live in the moment we can plan for the future, but we can live. But let's just live in the moment because tomorrow something may happen that change the whole equation. So before the math get weird, let's just enjoy this class that's going on right now before the numbers start changing. It's cool. Like I'm not right. tripping off nothing. You know what I mean? It's I guess certain people that I that I sincerely hope are always a part of my equation going forward. You know what I'm saying? It's people that I hope that about, but I'm also real enough to recognize that that may not be the reality, and I'm okay with that too. That, that part. And, and we got to be willing to separate with it faster. That part. Don't let it drag out. Like hold, holding on to this shit, holding on to it will, will, will cause you more damage than moving your own separate ways. That part. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and, and I'm speaking personally. Like I say, like current situation. I mean, actually, it's, it's, it's related to something we talked about earlier that I brought up, like, like a couple, couple of pods ago. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, okay, now it's all sinking in. Now I get it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. okay. I get it. Like, and, and, I'm, and I'm cool. Like, I'm out. You know? I'm going to tell you about this shit when I see it. You're going to laugh like shit. Because you're like, what? <laughs> like, this should happen. Like, fuck. Like, like my nigga. Like, come on, man. On the fuck you were thinking. But, man. Oh man, hey, I meant to ask y'all. It was something I was saying I was gonna ask ask y'all. Ask the question, like. my nigga. Ask the question. Hey, 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 hey. Skinny popcorn is the shit. Nigga, yo, and, have, have you had the Dorito flavored smart food? No. Now, again, like, I don't know if y'all know, I am a somewhat health conscious, and I say somewhat because I still will eat bullshit out of a bag. The Dorito flavored smart food. Is it the Cool Ranch flavor? No. So, you know, your smart food is popcorn. Right, right. So the Dorito <coughs> is popcorn. Like, they have a, they have a junction. They have a... But what, but what is it? Is it the... what? Which flavor of Dorito, I guess, I'm, I'm getting at? Regular. Regular Dorito flavor. Oh, just a nacho cheese flavor? No, I haven't yeah. tried that. Amazing. What? Amazing. I'll lose it. Okay. Amazing. I'm gonna check that out. Cool yeah, I'm a, I'm a, see, here's what's fucking. I'm a chip nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like chips and and shit like that. You know, but yeah, like that Dorito flavor. That that's amazing. You know, I had you know obviously I had the Cool Ranch Lays and the and the Cheeto flavor Lays and all of that shit. Bro, I don't know that. Right now, you tried the Funyun flavor. 
Oh, the funny flavor wavy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fire. Just yeah, killing me right like, now. It's, it's a potato chip. Like this should taste. Like, this is crazy. Like you know. I know the crossover is wild to me. And I should not yeah, be I eating none of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> killing me right now. I don't even take this shit, so that shit's not crazy to me right now. Since when? Since uh, since I was like nine, ten, something. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 I don't hey, eat. So I don't so eat chips. So, so like my old head said, you stop doing co- cocaine too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nah, but for real, nah, like, you don't eat chips. Nah. Smart guy. Smart, 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 smart. Sure, sure. I don't um like it's just um um I don't know like it was weird. One day I was eating a chip, I took a bite, and it's just for some reason I was like, I don't think I like this. You know what I'm saying? And then um like maybe a month or two later I ate a different flavor, maybe a barbecue chip or something. I was like, Nah, I just don't think I like it. And and then I came to the conclusion that, oh, I get it. I just don't like chips because other things that are flavored the exact same way, I like those. I just don't like this. You know what I'm saying? So, <coughs> and it's weird. <coughs> it's weird because I love French fries. <coughs> I love potatoes, baked potatoes, shit like that. Um, but yeah, potato chips just don't do it for me. Hmm. They don't do it for me. They, they, they just, really? Yeah. yeah. It's just weird. So, so question. Interesting concept. And this is not to get you on the chip bandwagon. <laughs> question. Are you a chip experiment? Were, were you a chip experimenter, or like you just stuck to the same ones? Um, I would try different. I, I would try different ones mainly because I wanted to know if it was just a flavor issue or if I just don't like chips. You know what I'm saying? So I would try different kinds. Um, well, as, as shit would came, come out. Well, I don't mean when you came to the revelation. I just mean just over the course of when you ate them. Like were you? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I was. I was trying. Like that's why. That's why I kept trying because I was like, man, this is weird. Why is? Why do I? Like everybody else is enjoying this. Like, why am I not enjoying it? So, I like, I was like, maybe it's just something like this. Like, maybe I let me try a different one. You know what I'm saying? This and this is how I came to the conclusion that I didn't like chips. Like that. That's how I like it. It didn't start out as me trying to find out if I didn't like chips. I thought maybe I just didn't like that kind of chip. I was right, like, right, oh right, well, right. maybe maybe this is just my jam over here. You know what I'm saying? But nah, it just wasn't none of them. I don't. <laughs> I don't so, like this shit. So so now now I'm gonna ask you. See now I'm gonna get into the, to the nuances and shit. Or, okay, no doubt, no doubt. Like you go to bars and shit, like when they make the, the house made chips. Mm-hmm. Were you ever a fan of those? And I have a, I have really. where I'm going with that question. Not really, no. No? no. All right, but you said you like potatoes and fries and shit like that, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So if you went to a spot that made those chips, if they made them fresh, did you ever tell them to soft cook them? Oh, nah. They like, they like, um, Okay, okay. That fucking face says it all, nigga. <laughs> you never told him to soft cook him? Nah. Listen, nah. if you go somewhere and they make them fresh, like per order, or if they will make them fresh, period, because you asked them to, no doubt. get them soft cooked. And whatever their seasoning is, just put that on top and eat them how you eat them, because you, you said you like potatoes. Like, it'll give you the home fries feeling. Ah, okay, okay. So I, like, like, yeah. flimsy. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't got no shape. They just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My yeah, mom used yeah. to make those. Yeah, yeah. Hey, right. that's fine. You know okay, I gotta get out of shot. Especially yeah, if the spot they got shot. great. Oh shit, gravy. Yes. Word. You never dipped. You never dip soft, soft, fresh cooked chips into gravy. No. Do you like mashed potatoes? Nah. 
I know where you're going, and I get it. Because I immediately went to, I was like, well, I like gravy and mashed potatoes. But try that. All right. I mean, I'm pretty sure it'll be good, but I'm like, ah, a French fry, I'm going to dip that shit in gravy. Listen. It's like a totally. You'll love it. I might have to. I might have to try that. I might have to try that. You smoke, man. You'll love it. You gotta use man. your imagination when you get high, man. That's what you'll love it. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh no, 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 no. What is? What is? Let me make sure. I, let me not fuck this up. Hold up. I want to make sure I get this right. I want to. I, sure I got I a question. How how, how much does you said the mic doesn't pick up the fan, right? Nah, I don't hear it at all. So so y'all haven't heard me farting this whole show, right? <laughs> nah, nigga. Okay, just make it sure. Yo, that... <laughs> brought to you by Paw Patrol and Ian J. <laughs> you feel me? I, you know what? I wish you had your growth sign right now, nigga. Growth. <laughs> I missed the growth sign. You got to make a new one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yo, it needs to be a flip, a flip sign though. One side needs to say gross. The other side needs to say growth. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Hell yeah, I'm all the way with that. Hell yeah. Oh shit. Oh, I wanted to say salute to my man Lo. Um, Who was L. that? L. Orange. Um, he's a producer. He's originally from North Carolina. Um, he actually was out here in Seattle for a little bit. Um, he was with Mellow Music Group for for a while. Uh, he left Mellow Music Group and started his own label, Old Soul Music. Um, congratulations. They are building a great roster over there. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Blue from Blue and Exile is is rocking with them. Uh, they have a partnership with Sky Zoo and his company as well. Um, yeah, man. I think J Live messing with them or something like that. Uh, Peace to J Live. No doubt. Uh, the, the homie Peace Chewy. The homie Chewy, salute to you. Um, well, oh, no, 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 okay. Sorry, let me interject. Peace, my man. DJ Swab, he dropping a project on the 29th, and it features a, a, a gamut of the underground's fighters. I'm also included on there, so me and me and Noah the Flood got a track. Hey, yo, I'm going to just say this, man. Um, to all of y'all people out there doing y'all thing, like, like salute to that, but I'm going to just let all of y'all producer DJ niggas know if you drop on a project and you saying you got the underground's finest and my email don't ping, you sleepwalking. Anyway, um, yeah. So, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I love that sentiment. You know, you know, I gotta again patience, my nigga. I'm not saying wait for it. I'm saying your patience and how you deal with niggas is is that. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. I, I like just knowing you, I know that's all it is, bro. You gotta be, you know. Sometimes you gotta say fuck that, cause like again, like uh for some reason Southern Vanguard doesn't fuck with me. And we had this oh, yeah. about it. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, well shit, y'all don't fuck with me. All right, cool. I ain't fucking with y'all. I ain't cool, cool. You know? Yeah. Cool. It is what it is. Yeah, but other than that, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you I'm a more like I said, I gotta you gotta explain it to me. You gotta tell me what's up. So oh, yeah, I'm patient yeah. enough to get that. Like, oh word. Oh, that's what it is. Oh shit, fuck. I'd be interested in talking to rappers out of control and asking them why they don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested in doing that. Yeah. What I do. I have a like, I have 
I think I have a um we could talk about that off camera. I got a I got an idea about that. No doubt, no doubt. No but doubt. it's something you mentioned on camera before, but you know. Mm. I feel it. No doubt. No doubt. Now, nah, but on a real, like, I don't give a fuck if like at the end of the day, I know y'all don't play my shit, but I still listen to y'all show anyway, so it don't matter. But um uh yeah. I I feel you. I think I, I wanted to ask because I know we talked about it before, but I don't think me and Mojo uh have ever broached the conversation. I wanted to get his take on. Do you think that there's a possibility that you could potentially be too humble for your own good? Yeah. But I know the flip side is not it's not good for anybody. I can assure you, it's just not good for anybody. Oh, I think it, I missed the question. What was the question? I asked him if he if he could uh relate to uh in his own experience being potentially being too humble for his own good. Oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> no, because I uh I mean, as you know, I'm a uh I've been a firm follower of Kanye West, and so it would it would be along the same lines. It would be a lot of just ignorant shit coming out of my mouth. You know what I mean? Um so I, I think I think I'm good because like even even Fatal Luciano was like, bro, stop being so nice to these to these people. Stop being so nice to these talking about rappers in, in particular. And I'm like, you know, I hear where you're coming from. I try to I try to convey that in the bars, but <clears throat> I still gotta, I still gotta build connections whenever I'm compelled to. Oh yeah, Fatal a different kind of guy though. He's he, <laughs> he can say, he can say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I agree with him because you know, even, like all three of us could be like you know fuck everybody because we're really good at what we do, but there's still business to be to be had and and you know moves to be made and whatnot and so. I feel like if I, I feel like if I'm an asshole, like how I would like to be in the way that I convey that on record, like in, in, you know, relationships and stuff like that, I don't think anybody would like me. Let me tell you something. All right. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Um, Cause you're right. But you're speaking towards your personality in your heart. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing. I, I, I think uh, people who tell us that, cause I've been told that, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's how I move in the world. Music is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like what I realized is motherfuckers kind of kind of got to feel a little bit of arrogance from you. A little bit. Now, how much of that you give them is something else. But like I adhere to a couple of things when it comes to this. Like that part and the fact you have to sell them a character. Being yourself sounds good, but yeah. yourself has to be such a character that the average person wants to aspire to be that. Now, what I'm about to say actually isn't related to that part, but it goes back to the asshole part of it. So, like, I met Nims back in 2010. We was on the same bill. CMJ, New York. Peace to Dan Shores. Love you, bro. Um, and peace to 07. So, um, I go do the show. You know, part of my situation at the time, we do the show, whatever. Um, and Nims comes on like right after us. I've been know who he is, but again, it's 2010. You know what I'm saying? So his visibility wasn't that high unless he was in the battle circuits out there. So um, if you're familiar with his music now, like on the, you know, e even down to Don't Disrespect Me, his whole shit was being disrespectful. 
his battle material was to disrespect you. You know? You get on stage, and again, I'm a person, like I said, if I like you, I'm going to come tell you. I'm not one of the motherfuckers sitting in the back. And, uh, if I like what you did, I'm going to come make sure that you know that I like you. That's it. Walked up the names like, yo, that shit was dope. The nigga... <laughs> The, the nigga appreciate that. And when I stuck my hand out, he just slapped it and walked away. <laughs> nice. But knowing Nim's whole shit, that's on brand. Right? But again, I think that might have been right around the time when he may have been tapering off using drugs or whatever. Like, you know, he says, like, you know, a big part of him being who he was was because he was on drugs. You know, so like now you just hear what he says in the music, but like he's, you know, can be a uh, 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 easier to deal with person in public now. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm saying is the asshole. I meant the asshole. And yeah. I, I can't believe it. Like I laugh at shit like that because it's funny. You know what I'm saying? Like he did that shit. Supreme Cerebral did that to me when I first met him. And that's my guy. That's my guy. And he he won't even remember this shit. Like, but he. But he he did that. I was like, yo, that was dope. He was like, appreciate that. Smacked my hand and walked away. I was like, yo, these niggas is crazy. I was like, I think like, these niggas is crazy. Like, the fuck? Like, like. You know how happy I am that's never happened to me? Huh? You know how happy I am that's never happened to me? Look, so, but, but, but I'm just telling you, like, it'll put you in downtime. Because, like, again, so, like, how you said you happy has never happened to you? All I could think was, you don't know what I'll do to you. But again, that's us putting shit into the situation. So again, like I said, like Supreme is my guy. Like, like Supreme is my guy. I will fuck a lot of people up over Supreme. Like that's my guy. I just get him. I get him. Again, if a motherfucker don't know you, you're not supposed to speak to strangers. No way, my nigga. Like it is what it is. Neither one of them knew me. It's just a nigga saying, yo, I think you dope. So, like, even to this day, like, I've seen Prem do that to people. But it's not like, fuck you. It's, I don't know you. Thank you. I'll at least give you that much. Like, in their eyes, it's not being disrespectful. That's as far as, like, names, I don't know if that's how you felt. But it was just funny. So I was like, damn, like, this is hilarious. You just did that. Because, boy, I, you know. But... Oh shit! Yeah, I feel it. I feel so, it. So, so all I'm saying is, like, when it comes to this whole shit, is you gotta know, um, there's certain things that's advertised. It, you know, people put out a a facade, and the facade is what sells. It's not just being dope. That don't that don't move nobody. Not at all. Because if it did, all of our situations would be very different. Yeah. <laughs> All of our situations would be very so, different. But again, big shout to Nims, man. I love seeing the seeing the, the success you got. And of course, Prem, you know what it is. Can't wait to shoot that video we got coming up soon. <laughs> See? See? I'm going to be like you when I grow up. You know, Yo, man, on a real... it's not fun, man. It's not fun. Bro, you... okay, so listen. Hold up. He's talking about it's not fun. So let me tell you. Let me tell you. Um, I go back and I listen to the pod. And in the beginning of the pod, when I'd be like, yo, how was y'all weekend? Da, 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 da. When I go back and listen to that segment of the pod, after I hear your part, I always say, 
I want to be like him when I grow up. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm like that. You know, you get it in. That's what's up. I ain't mad. I'm just... yeah, I get it through some fun shit. So like even like like earlier, like you said, what did you do? Like I when I said I didn't do I didn't do anything, I didn't really do shit. So last night I actually hung out with Spencer Prophet and Six Side with my man E Reese. Uh we went to the Gold Line Bar in Highland Park. Gold Line is owned by Peanut Butter Wolf. Oh wow. Yeah, so like like it's 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 a very small bar. Like I hate the space in there. Dude, you could have anyway. This but but his 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 uh office either used to be above the shit or like next door. It's something like that. Something like that. But uh you know how like you go into a bar, like and of course like from the floor to the top, they might have the just liquor bottles and shit like that. Like from oh, yeah. ladder, walk up a ladder and shit. Well these motherfuckers also have vinyl all on this side of the goddamn building. And so if you oh, wow. get in that bar, you have to DJ off vinyl. And you can either DJ off the vinyl on the wall or bring your own, but you have to use vinyl. You cannot go Serato. Oh, that's dope. It was shit, you know what I'm saying? So, but we just did kicking it, you know what I mean? Like, so, but it was just a good time, you know what I mean? Um, But like, but on that same block, right up the block is the lodge room. And Adrian Young, you know, who did work with Ali Shaheed Muhammad. That's his area, you know what I'm saying? So, like, he bring that's where I saw Black Thought uh, reading off a teleprompter because the music was so new. Fucking with them, you know what I'm saying? But so, I mean, it's always something to do or something to get into, you know what I'm saying? But everything ain't always associated with a name, you know. But that's why I say, like, nah, like, this shit ain't fun either because it'd be expensive to get out, come outside, man. That shit bad. Yeah. Shout out to Zip the Zip with the Drip. The reason why I'm leaning over there is because I got that from Zip with the Drip. Zip with the Drip? What? Zip with the Drip. Zip with the Drip. I thought you said yeah. Zip with the Drip. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm a little high in this combined. Okay. <laughs> yeah, zip with the Drip. <laughs> That's cool. Real dope podcaster. Um, you know, can be a bit polarizing. But if you come from a certain background, you understand where he coming from. You know what I'm saying? Zip is, I think Zip is dope. I think Zip is, is wrong right now, but I think Zip is dope. He, uh... I need to roll another blunt. Yeah, Zip is dope, man. He, uh... He got an issue right now with Bimmy Antony. If you know who Bimmy... Do you know uh, who Bimmy Antony is? No. Okay, so... Do you know who Deb Antony is? No. No. So we were talking about Nicki Minaj earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Deb Antony used to man his Gucci man. Okay. And so um she she's from New York, but she she made her music uh bones in Atlanta. Okay. And um she used to manage Gucci Mane. Um when Nicki Minaj went to Atlanta was fucking with Gucci, Deb was managing her. Okay. So um but her younger brother, Bimmy, Bimmy is is a huge Legend in the underworld of New York because he was a part of the Supreme Team, drug 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 dealing crew. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So it's been some allegations lately that Bimmy been snitching, and they supposed mm-hmm. to got paperwork, but the paperwork is, is bullshit paperwork. Like nobody can prove the paperwork, but Zip with the drip has been 
at the forefront of saying, hey, Ben, either explain this shit or you on the hook, nigga, like, you know, and so Bim is going on this campaign right now, just basically saying, like, people like, this is all bullshit. You know, like, if, if you think what you're saying is real, produce the real part of it. You can't produce it because it didn't happen. You know what I'm mm. Mm. Why the fuck are we talking about that shit? I don't know. Yeah, I I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because I said I was, you know, because I'm doing this off the camera, like Zip with the Drip. Seven, that's what I was telling him. Uh, ah. Okay. Yeah. No doubt. No Mojo doubt. Was Mojo was stupid. I love you, Eve. I love you, Eve. You be catching everything. You don't miss a beat. <laughs> you don't miss a beat. Oh shit! Yeah, I I was like I was laughing inside my head because I was like I wonder what he's thinking right now as I'm standing up, <laughs> walking away from. Him. You could have said something, <laughs> but you like you was in the middle of you was on. I was like I don't want to interrupt, so I'm gonna just like I know he see me, so I'm like I'm a dip, but like I'll be back. But I was nah, like I'll... the problem is we didn't see. No, Oh, yeah, like, that's what it was. I was like, no, Zip with the drip, man. No, Zip, if you watch Zip, he always... Oh, yeah, no doubt. He's like, nigga, we do it, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> this but, is wild. But he has a reason for doing it, though. Like, I don't... I don't. Um, yeah. Yeah, very good reason. Damn, yeah, that shit fucked my head up the first time I the first time I heard it. That shit fucked my head up. I was like... Oh, the Bimmy shit? Yeah, I was like, whoa. But then I started, um, I started watching stuff, and I was like, eh. "Shit, shaky as fuck, right?" Yeah, I was like, eh. "Like, I kind of feel like that." The way I feel about the whole order of protection thing with Fifty and Murder Inc., like, because that's fake too. Yeah, I was like, "That shit ain't real, son. Come on, be be serious." <laughs> out the fact that people are going to those lengths to produce these documents and they fake as hell, trying to, you know, like. I don't know, man. Like, I just give up. <laughs> like, nigga, you trying too hard now. This is I just ridiculous. Give up, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit, you know, it's. Uh, I, uh, like, Bimmy said, nigga, these shits come with a stamp on them. Facts. Big facts. If it ain't that, if it ain't got that seal on it, nigga, and, it ain't and, official. And, and the nigga who keeps, you know, like, nah, I ain't gonna get into all that. But again, I I I, I fuck with his platform. Zip with the drip. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he do. Oh man, yeah, no doubt. He's hilarious. Cause you pull the joint in and then you hide it. Like, bro, we know what the fuck it is. He was yeah. like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he doing. Oh shit, I love it, man. Hey, I'ma say though, like I've really been on the joint shit. Like ever since we had that conversation, I think probably like the second time I came down it, we talked about it. I was like, yo, I've really been I've really been on the joint shit since then uh kind of heavy. But I do wanna this is not an ad. This is not an ad. This is not an ad. Dutch Master. These hey, boobs, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, this shit is fire, son. Huh? Like but you, but you I, stopped I, the I, tone I, earlier, didn't you? Huh? You yeah, yeah, yeah. earlier or something. Yeah, no doubt. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I use I use them I use them very sparingly, but I mean, like if I if I'm a roller roller blunt, I'm gonna use one of them. Yeah. I, I fuck with Dutchess anyway. I've been fucking with Dutchess since since way back. So. Like, <laughs> I, I think we all did. Yeah. No did. doubt. I, I no used to buy fifty boxes. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's yeah, I, hey. I, was, I was that guy. See. See, I knew it. <laughs> Dutch master, Dutch master. This, this is an ad. Dutch master is the best Dutch in on in the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I told you guys I was smoking that lemon OG. This I'm gonna be. You remember the conversation we had where they just put a label on anything? This is yeah, not yeah. lemon OG. I have never seen purple lemon OG before. No, that is hilarious. You said that. So I went to the store Friday to get some shit. And these motherfuckers had lemon, cherry, gelato, OG. Sounds impossible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and so, like, again, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person. I'm, a, I'm about value. Sure. Obviously, I'm, bar- I'm bargain based first, but then of course it has to pack the punch. Right. So that version that they had was like a 31, percent and it just so happens that the house version of of the store. The, with a store version of their own shit was 34% at the same price. I'm like, well, let me get that. So I ain't getting that. But I was really just shopping for the milk for the price in the, in the right. Tip. But like you said, like lemon, cherry, gelato. I was like, for real? Like, y'all tripping. With these yeah. Y'all tripping yeah with I, think, I think they try to see, like, how many of these can we put together to make it sound enticing to make a motherfucker buy this shit when we know this is, um, that's what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is like uh, everything. Okay. Maybe it's cherry pie. Did it just call it cherry pie? Cherry pie. Cherry pie is fucking delicious. I love it. Gelato's <laughs> great. Gelato's my favorite. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, gelato's my favorite. So that's uh like I, I got I got it was weird um because I, I was a blue dream guy for for a long time and then um I don't know. I got some gelato on a humbug just cause somebody was like, uh, one of the homies was like, yo, he was smoking. I smoked with him and he was like, I was like, what is this? He was like, gelato. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to have to tap in with that. So I went and got it. And, um, I don't know, man, it's just something about the way, it was something about the way it made me feel. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's always smooth. I don't never cough a lot when I smoke it. Hey, oh shit. Yeah. OG moment, OG moment. Y'all yeah. know what time it is. Ooh, Shit. Hey. Oh, 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 Yeah. Once again, I'm, oh. I'm uh on that DP derby. DP, the DP. Urban poison. DP. Oh, oh, oh. Somebody came up to me. It was my cousin actually. So my my um. I had, I had a family member who was another one of my cousins <clears throat> had a wedding last weekend. And so, um, you know, all the family was there. One of my other cousins, the one that wasn't uh, getting married, she was like, never smoke Durban poison. I was like, why? She, <laughs> she didn't give me a clear explanation for it. It's like, I'm going to continue to smoke it. <laughs> Did we put on our ass? That's what that was. <laughs> Already is that know. the cousin no. that everybody loves and fucks with? Is that the cousin that like y'all be like, I don't know about her all the time? Because cause I have those on both sides of my family. Like it's like we love this one, but it's like I don't know about that. <laughs> it's funny yeah. that you ask that question immediately after. Because the answer, the answer to your question is yes. 
Like she's not the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I'm not gonna say her name, but you know we hey, still. Seven, listen, man. I be trying to tell you, I ain't had to go to go to class for psychology, man. I just don't not at all. That was a good call out too. Okay. As soon as you <laughs> asked that question, I was like, as soon as you said that, I was like, damn, that's a great fucking question. Oh. <laughs> and so specific, so specific. Because <laughs> she's not the favorite. He's and like, this nope. all just based off me living, bro. Yeah, like, that's, that's it. Not- that's it. Yeah, you like, know, I told I, somebody I, that I, too. I get it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we don't fuck with that. You know, no, and I, I think I love her because she's she's different. You know, everybody <laughs> everybody's like a black sheep, and I felt that way in my family. Yeah, it's not wrong so, with the motherfucker. Not at all. Yeah. It's just kind of wrong, but there's nothing wrong about it. It's just kind of. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I don't know about you. Nah, so so let me say what's funny about that though. So like, even bringing that up. You know, again, like like we're we're very speculative people, <laughs> and, and, and and we put people in situations they didn't necessarily didn't walk into. We did three quarters of it, so I can understand why I have a cousin who's a uh, uh LGBT and all the other alphabets. He's you know, but he's a minister. Uh huh. And all he talks about is what his women gotta be. And everybody just be sitting around like, nigga, <laughs> you ain't you ain't got the lot of us no more ever. <laughs> like the past however many years we've been knowing, you know. Interesting. Motherfuckers got, you know, they do. Is that is that him reading the room though? It's just him being that's who he is. He still feel like, you know, like you like, nigga, like we know what the fuck it is. Like you walk in here. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, like, like, like. <laughs> I don't even want to go into certain words because my family, <laughs> but I love. He cool as shit. You know what I'm saying? But you know, he, uh, he, uh, what's the word? What's are there the are there are there telling signs? Very. So, yeah, so you brought so you broadcasted, yeah, but you don't I think we can see what the TV show is? Did you hear I said that? Very. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you, so you, you broadcasting the thing we confused about the show. Well, nah, like okay, so 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 if he if he just walk in here, if he, like his appearance, if he's just standing there, if he's just standing there, you won't you 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 wouldn't even imagine. Okay, okay. As soon as he takes one step or opens his mouth. Or uses his hand to describe something, you're gonna be like, "Oh, makes sense." <laughs> okay, I feel that absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. you know what I'm saying. So it's just like, and, and from my understanding, it's been like that since he was a kid. You know what I'm saying. So it's like, why you you ain't got to do that? Like you know, we don't give a fuck, right? Like you know that. Yeah, it's like it's all good, dog. Don't... Like, it might you be some jokes, and the jokes might you, be about yeah. how long you try to take this bullshit, <laughs> but. Oh shit! Yeah, that's exactly what the joke gonna be. You know that shit. <laughs> Zip with the drip. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that's gonna be the name of the fucking episode: dripping off camera. Oh shit! Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, that's wild, man. Yo, hey. so, so, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's get into another topic, though, for real, for real. How y'all feeling about this Dion shit? Dion? Yeah. Like, like you know, it's a lot of people, like, you know, obviously bandwagoning him, but, like, since he lost yesterday in such a handy fashion. Oh, they got that, yeah. Okay. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, speaking of... I don't want to say they also this what you get type of shit. Motherfuckers kind of like aha nanny nanny boo boo type of shit. And motherfuckers yeah. like, why y'all doing that? Why y'all not supporting this guy? This stuff. I was just wondering what y'all thoughts was on all of this shit. Because I haven't. I, I think, okay. First of all, um, A, salute to Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, whatever, whatever you want to call him, and, and his entire team for everything they've accomplished up to this point. A lot of people who've never played sports, especially football, have a very rudimentary understanding of how important chemistry is in that game. Yo, you know what I'm saying? I said, I said rudimentary yesterday. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Great minds, my nigga. Hey, wow, I, I said that one but, yesterday. Yeah, they have a very, they, you know, it's very. So when they when they speak, they speaking from a standpoint of, of a of an observer who has no real basis for their bricks other than what they've observed in the past. So. Bam! You don't realize that eighty percent of his team are transfers from somewhere else. They're not people who've already played football together. Most of them came from somewhere else to come play for him. And mind you, yeah, they had the whole summer to work together. But they're playing against teams that have had parts of their school, to, parts of their unit together for two to three years already. You know what I'm saying? So you got to take that into consideration. Then <clears throat> you also have to take into consideration that their best player, who plays on both sides of the ball, is is hurt. And that definitely makes a difference. Um, I'm a, Oregon's my favorite college football team. So I was rooting for Oregon anyway. <laughs> so it doesn't matter to me one way or the other. But that doesn't mean I'm necessarily rooting against Prime. I just want my team to win. You can win every other game after this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so boom, there's that part of it. Then the other part of it is, I, I mean, you got to think. Everybody they beat up to this point kind of been trash. So like, even the TCU thing was a figment of people's imagination because of what they did last year. You can come into the new season with a high rank because of what you did previously because nobody knows what you look like yet. You got exposed in the first game against Colorado. But people feeling like, nana, nana, boo-boo, that's what you get. What's what they get? They just doing what they're supposed to be doing. With the NIL being what it is now and these kids able to make some money, they supposed to be trying to build their platform. Because some of them know the next level ain't necessarily going to happen for them on that level. I better get what I can get now. And he's helping them do that. He's using his celebrity to help give them their celebrity so they can get the so they can get to the bag. Jackson State wasn't taking care of that man. <laughs> they weren't taking care of him. Like they were supposed to for what he was doing for them. <laughs> so what were you doing? Like you were shaking the shit out of me. Oh no. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I'm scared. Oh, I'm scared. I don't want Every, to everybody's going to hate me if I if I talk about what, what I'm doing. I love it. I love it. So when he was talking about, I forget the dude's name. It's the gentleman who was like, you know, was trying to dab you up, but he slapped your hand out of the way. So you know how I interacted that, right? I, I hit my cup and it still had alcohol in it. And guess where the alcohol went? <gasps> so I'm shaking all the alcohol out. Yo, and when you're done, dump it in a bucket of rice. I don't, ha I don't have that. Here's, oh, here's, a, here's the thing, though. 
I'm I'm taking a look at it because it's it's alcohol and alcohol tends to dry similar to like rubbing alcohol, so it's right. dry pretty quick, and it's not plugged in, so I don't think anything's gonna be fried, but we'll find out later on tonight. <laughs> Jesus. The only reason I suggest in the rice afterwards, like once you do that, like if you if you gotta go get some rice, go do it. Who's got a bucket this big for rice? Get, do what you gotta do, brother. That should be cheaper than replacing the machine. No, I, I hear you, I hear you. I just don't. <laughs> you know, I'm frustrated about it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying to help, bro. I'm trying to help. No, and I get that. I'm sorry for taking it out on you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Oh my gosh, man, that's funny shit. I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Talk about. You got machine and you haven't fucking said anything until now? It's one in my house. I didn't say I could use it. <sighs> I was about to say, Mojo, don't let that fool you, nigga. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm over here like, how do I use it? Nobody me, dog. How do I use it? See that right there, right? The, uh, fuck it, man. You see that? You see that? I, I see that. I know that that I know what that is used for. No. Oh, you're talking about up on your shelf. Yes. Ooh. Mm, 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 mm. And he don't make nan beat. This ain't mine. <laughs> he said what that. Mean is, he, he don't make nan beat. No doubt. That's what I'm saying. That's real shit. A lot of That's real shit. Man. <laughs> hey. Oh man. Why why you why you? All of you why people you, who um... bag who bag Zua for what he said, please don't understand me saying I have a lot of rights to mean that I'm stashing cocaine in my house. That's not <laughs> I have a lot of rights. You man like to cook, yo. I have a lot of rights because COVID happened. And I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and get something that I know is gonna shelf stable. Without a lot of chemicals, so I have a lot of rice. It's brown rice. <laughs> Yo, I love it. Oh my god, I love it. Yo. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh shit. Oh man. Hey, I'm a fan. Yo, for her. That's wild, man. Hey, I, you know what? And I want to say to everybody that hopped on the Colorado bandwagon, stay on it. Stay on it. Stay on it and continue to support that man. And those oh, boys. that's what we were talking about. Those young men, yeah. Those young men, they, they made a choice to try to do something, to try to build something together. And they, they hit a bump in the road this weekend. I mean, like, but, on, but honestly, I knew that was going to happen before it happened. Like, I, because I, I study football when I watch it. And Oregon, like I said, Oregon's my team. They was like, oh, man, Colorado. I said, Colorado getting ready to get served. But it ain't their fault. They just in over their head. And they and they, they, they don't realize it because they're not supposed to. They're supposed to believe they can win every fucking time they go out there. So let them have that. You know what I mean? And the motherfuckers talking crazy. Like that motherfucker from Colorado State talking about, you take your hat and your glasses off when you talk to a grown man. And I said, I was thinking to myself, you do realize you talking to a grown man. <laughs> you're not talking to some little boy some kid that you gotta force to respect you and Coach Prime I have to give him his flowers because he handled it so gracefully I'd have been on TV and be like I hope y'all got y'all beepers ready fuck you, fuck your school <laughs> fuck everybody that look like you <laughs> you would have <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Oh my goodness! I, mean, I don't know. That word, patience. That's it. Patience. We got to. <laughs> I ain't got it. I don't Everything got it. doesn't I deserve it. the ham-fisted approach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel it. I... <laughs> like the problem for me, B, and I ain't even gonna lie. I can put it. I can put it in, and I know exactly what it is. I don't never want to be in a situation come out the other side of that situation and and the perception be that, that I, I I went out I went out the whole way in the situation. You feel me? Because that ain't me. No, I get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I said at the beginning. At the beginning of the pod. I get it. I get it. No doubt. Because it don't be I'm like, this decision ain't on ain't that ain't because of that. Right. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. I oh felt, shit! I, I might have felt getting home was more important. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey Mojo, you'd have heard me say that mad times when we out and some shit like it might be about to go sideways. I'd be like, "Yo, they can play however they want. My goal is to get home tonight. I'm getting home and my people getting home. Whether you do or not, it's totally up to you. Like, because <laughs> I because I know what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? What I'm choosing to do to get home, you know. In this occasion, might not be what you consider. Nah, I gotta get home, bro. Yeah. Feel me? I do not got time to play with these people. This this ain't a balanced uh situation. <laughs> Chucking up the <laughs> Yo, I'm out of this motherfucker. That's what it do. Shit. All right, let me I gotta get my ass up. I got a meeting to get to and I got, you ain't got shit to do. I actually I actually got a, a to do. I actually got a uh sidebars interview today, finally. Um you know, finally. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, brother named Terry Monstrosity from Seattle. He's a really talented guy, man. He's Terry's something else. He's just uh, you know, you ever met that person that you know that do that 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 make music and they're really dope, but like the stuff that we do, they're like they're like paying for promo and all the other shit. Like they just don't do that because they just like, man, I'm just having fun. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't give a fuck about doing none of that. Like I'm doing this shit and I'm just I'm just enjoying what I'm doing and. It's so refreshing to see somebody still able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know at this point, I'm so deep in it. You know what I'm saying? Pause that I can, like, it's just part of the program now. It's just part of the program now. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I got a question. How did you hear that person's music? How did I hear his music? Um, Somebody that I know turned me on to. Turned it on to you? Yeah. Um, what was the apparatus for you to hear? Like, um, I think the first time I heard him was on his, um, it was either on SoundCloud or Bandcamp. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I get the nature of the question though. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. That shit always puzzles me when people say that, but I'm like, but. Cause I know people who are like that and they say that, but like they don't put it out at all. You know oh yeah, I feel you. Yeah, they I don't feel put you. it out yeah. at all. So now again, so like SoundCloud and Bandcamp, at least with SoundCloud, I can kind of understand. Like you still want to be heard though, because you know you oh, yeah. got something. Oh yeah, want to be heard. You know what I'm saying? So you know, so I always just throw that out there. Like I hear that. Oh yeah, I still be nah, I was yeah. Because I was talking to somebody fucking uh Friday, nigga was another motherfucker. That, that's making big money at this shit. 
They're like, yeah, I don't do this for the money. I'm like, how the fuck do you niggas say this shit? I don't understand that. Like, how do you say you don't do it for the money, but like everything you're doing is for the money? That shit is, is crazy to me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, that that is a dynamic that doesn't, it doesn't jive. Like, this is the money you get in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not doing anything else. Right. Or if you are, you know what I'm saying? It's not on this level. Like, this is your main earner. So, but you say you don't do it for the money. Yeah. Like, like that shit puzzles me. Like, I'm just like, how the fuck does, I don't even understand that. Well, maybe they don't do it for the money, but, but they do the things that lead to the money and the money just come. Like you, maybe you just enjoy doing what you're doing and that's cool. But like, you can't say I don't do it for the money. And that's it. Like, I, I feel you, you can't say that. And that's the main way that you make money. Like it doesn't make sense. It don't even, yeah, it don't go like, to I, I don't get it. I don't play basketball to make money, but you make $40 million a year to do it. <laughs> what do you mean? And this is all you do. <laughs> yeah. You don't do shit else. You don't do nothing else. You don't do, I don't see you in no commercials. You ain't got your own sneaker. Like, none of you that. Don't got a you just play basketball. <laughs> How do you not do this for the money? Like, I, I don't get that. I do it because I love it. They just happen to pay me. Yeah, I hear you, dog. But So, yeah, this is it. Help me understand that. Too. That's an interesting perspective. I, yeah, that's. And I know, yeah. but again, like the, the more successful people I know in the industry, that's what they say. And I'm like, I don't get, you don't do nothing else but this, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, what are you doing for the money? Why are you doing it? Now, why are you not doing this for the money? We're making all that money for you. Wow. This is how you say this. I met you in a different country than where you live at. It How is. are you not doing this for the money when this is your only means of income? I I will say, I think it will probably make more sense to say my motivation for doing it isn't the money, but you doing cool. it for the money. Yeah, you cool. know what I'm saying. Cool. It will probably be, yeah. Cool, but again, say that. Yeah. I never hear that part. You know, I mean, do this for the money. I'm like, what the fuck you doing it for? Like, you know, because <laughs> yeah, that's a disorienting as fuck. That's it is crazy, right? Shit, fuck the. I was like, yo, hold up. <laughs> like when they say that, like, like, yeah, I don't do this shit for the money. It's like, <coughs> like so, so now, 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 what my man said though, I give him this credit. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, not to leave this shit lopsided, but he was like, you know, I genuinely help. I love helping people. And what I do helps people. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, like I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like I get that part of it. But it's still still again, this is all you do though. And this shit pays. Not no nine to five money. <coughs> you can close. go be a carpenter. <laughs> you can go be an electrician. You can change niggas' grapes. Watch cars. Oil in your driveway with two ramps. I used to do it for my own. <laughs> you could do that. Oh shit! <clears throat> oh shit! What? Fuck you mean? Yeah, <laughs> that shit don't. That shit ain't add no. That shit is not add no. I don't get it. Like I think, but I need to. I need to figure that frequency out. You know what I'm saying? Feel me? I yeah. I want in. Hell yeah. 
I'm on in. I I gotta get my ass up. Mojo, I'm on my way, man. Not I'm on my way, man. Yo, cheers to the squad. One more time. I'm not gonna drink this shit no more. Uh we gotta take over meeting. And then uh I got that sidebars interview and um yeah, all that good shit. Then I gotta get this shit ready to fly, so I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Speak. Hey, speaking of which, uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's watching on Rumble. Y'all, y'all definitely have um, been consistent, and I appreciate that. Um, tell your friends <laughs> if you're enjoying it that much. Tell your friends, and I, and I checked some of the math. Like they watching the episode, and I like we're not getting them, them them stats off of like people watching ten minutes or fifteen minutes of it, and it's clocking out. Like most people are watching it all the way through. So. Thank y'all. I guess we got some, you know, something y'all want to hear. So tell your people, tell them tap in with us, man. And um, like I know we don't really use the platform on the pod to push our music, even though we talk about our music careers on the pod. But I will say this: if you if you are a hip hop music fan, and which I'm assuming most of you are, who are, you know, over here, um, go go check out Eden Mad Assassin. His catalog is amazing. Go check out Mojo Barnes. Um, his catalog is on the come up. Like he he just released Surface Tension uh, a few months ago. More new music on the way, you know what I'm saying? And of course, I mean, I got I got some stuff out, so go check me out, man. You know, uh, I rap a little bit, <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I rap a little bit. So, yeah. um, thank y'all. Salute the Pretty Kings. Salute Echo Limitless. Um, salute to everybody who listen wherever you listening. Hey, <laughs> so on behalf of Eat a Mad Assassin, Mojo Bonds, I am Seven the Panther. We'll catch y'all next week, y'all. One.